Was it a collection of some of the shorts, but not the movie that collects the shorts? I guess so. What? Did you have like a bootleg VHS? What? No, it was what an official was one that? from Disney. Um, so did you really watch that a bunch as a kid, or you just watched it a lot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the very, I think all kids, little artist type kids have the moment, and this was mine where I realized I could pause and frame by frame. And oh, I yeah. The Heffalumpin Woozle scene. Frame by frame to watch oh. the animation and the the morphing of the characters. It's it's funny because first time I can remember doing that. Okay, I'm glad to see that you have like kind of grew up with the Winnie the Pooh to some extent. Um, because yeah, it's it's uh funny that like just because I'm a couple years older than you again, this is the slight difference why I didn't kind of I, I didn't have Disney on VHS. Just like I was born in 1975 and that really didn't become a thing until I was like 10 or 12. And you know, by then it's a little bit too old to be watching, you know, Disney movies. I guess. But I did have uh, the records for this stuff, mm -hmm. for, for, for the three original shorts. They put out uh, Disneyland vinyl records. And so all the songs, like, I, so it's funny because I'm not really used to seeing the visual half of all this stuff. I mean, of course, everyone's familiar with Disney's Winnie the Pooh. But, like, until, like I know the soundtrack and the, and the music, but, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, this is... Like, the, those Winnie the Pooh records, they weren't just records of themselves. I forgot they were, like, soundtracks for cartoons that yeah. I'm not really familiar with, but I know the music. Hmm. Yeah. I would have thought you'd been the prime age for watching this stuff. No, like I said, like, the Disney VHS stuff didn't happen until kind of, like, the latter half of the 80s. And mm. by that time, I was, like, you know, 13 or, you know, like, 12 or 13, which is a little bit too old to be watching Winnie the Pooh. Although, although, they had, what the fuck was it called? Uh, because the Disney Channel launched in, like, the early to mid-80s. Oh, yeah. And... You can get that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is that on Disney+. Plus? Yeah, the, the oh, like, puppet one. Which, the puppet one's kind of creepy a little bit, because it was, like... <laughs> well, it's, 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 more, it's more people in suits than it is totally puppet stuff. But, yeah, um, whenever my family would get the free Disney Channel weekends, uh, mm -hmm. I just thought it was interesting from a technical perspective, because there was, like, the... Pooh, Winnie the Pooh's Corner, or, or, or Welcome to Winnie the Pooh, Pooh's Corner, or something like that. But yeah, it was mostly there was no Christopher Robin, but it was everyone else, people in suits with some puppeteering, with kind of like faintly articulated faces, kind of like an early predecessor to Teletubbies, kind of, uh, because everyone mm -hmm. was on a blue screen set with hand drawn backgrounds. And that was actually kind of yeah. the coolest thing about it. And Welcome to Pooh Corner. That's what it was. And I remember like... Don't step in it. <laughs> I made a poo joke. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. at least we got that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, but, gotta get out of there. Um, yeah, that was what, like, between that, like, the records and, like... But I, like, I, I, I just thought that was more interesting just from a technical perspective. And I thought the suits actually looked kind of cool. Um, they obviously had a very small woman playing Piglet. Who I always kind of felt bad for that actress, whoever was in that suit. But mm -hmm. um, I can't remember if they were still using the original voices back then. I can't remember how soon everyone, uh, cause man, that's the thing. Winnie the Pooh, 
I'm assuming Jim Cummings must do Winnie the Pooh's voice these days. Yes, and I believe he also does Tigger. Which, that totally makes sense. But, like, watching it, man, like, they are so lucky to have Jim Cummings, because I can't imagine they could find too many people who could easily replicate. Was it Sterling Holloway did the original voice of Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Like, actually, it's, it's Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, and Tigger. I mean, they're always, like, the three most prominent characters. But they happen to cast three people with such specifically huffy puffy voices that would be mm-hmm. very difficult to replicate so i'm glad they have jim cummings who's his whole shtick is like raspy like <laughs> like you know that kind of voice um but yeah this is when the poos like like it's not a great movie but like no. when the poo is so affable it's just nice it's... hanging out with these characters I I don't have any nostalgia for the second half because I didn't grow up on it, so I feel like <laughs> those are so a little weaker. Funny. You can you can tell they were done in the seventies because the animation quality kind of goes down. Well, like the yeah, uh, yeah, because I think some, the, we keep on talking about this ever since D- Disney died because every other goddamn D- Disney movie in the wake has like some kind of like oh this is the last movie that he, D- Walt Disney directly worked on. This is the last movie where Disney had input on, even though you know it wasn't released in his lifetime. Technically, I think this is going to be the last project we talk about where Disney had any kind of input, uh, because this is also, I, th- I think this is going to be our last package film, uh, yeah. where they took a bunch of shorts and just super glued them together to, you know, pretend it to be a movie, which is funny, because we spent, what, like, two months of this year talking about all the package films they put out during the 1940s, because the, the Disney feature animation division was too busy uh, making propaganda for World War II. Um, so, yeah, we talked about nothing but those package films for two months and now we here we are with one last one where yeah mm. so i guess before disney died uh he oversaw the creation of of, of two winnie the pooh shorts and i think they did the other Probably. like the the rest of it like after he died so yeah that's you yeah. can kind of tell oh, the yeah, jump in animation it was winnie the pooh and the honey tree <laughs> was 66 winnie the pooh oh, and the blustery day was 68 oh man and then winnie the pooh and tigger 2 came out in 74 so that is a big gap I didn't realize they were all scattered. I thought maybe they had done most of them all in one batch, and maybe the last one was... Okay, that's... Yeah. Well, it's interesting, because it seems like they got mostly the same voice cast. I saw Clint Howard's name show up, though. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, he, must... <laughs> yeah he was... He was Rue. Okay, which Rue doesn't really talk except for... when he's like, my sweater's too tight, or whatever. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. What <laughs> uh, this, I forget, man, Winnie the Pooh is the most gentle shit. Oh, it's so, so easy going, gentle, so, fluff and puff. I am. I was so happy while watching this yesterday. Not that this movie is exciting, but I was so glad mm-hmm. just to can't hang out and watch it and not be totally bored. I mean, yeah. I was still just checking email and, like, watching the internet while watching this movie. So it's not like I was, like, you know, enraptured 100% attention. But I was still... This this did not drive me as, as, as crazy as some of the other quote-unquote boring Disney stuff we've covered. Yeah. Um, oh, there's... There's something special about Winnie the Pooh. I can't place my finger on it because it's adorable, but it's not saccharine. I was thinking about that yesterday, too. I don't know if maybe part of it's also the music. Because even mm. just the main Winnie the Pooh theme, because like, like on YouTube, there was a little half hour. It must have been like a DVD feature that they, they put on a Winnie the Pooh collection like maybe 20 years ago. of Just like just talking about the creation of these shorts, which there wasn't much to say other than, oh, there were some books in Disney adapted and that was it. But like, just even the have, hearing the title music, mm-hmm. but like played slow enough that it's very kind of nostalgic melancholy. It's yeah, there's something weirdly like melancholy, 
but not like super sad, but still kind of wistful. Maybe that's the word, wistful, about Maybe. the whole Winnie the Pooh thing. Because you did get the shtick of like, okay, it's it's obviously these are all friends of Christopher Robbins. It's also weird too texturally because like some of the characters are, I guess, I forgot that Winnie the Pooh is supposed to be a doll. Yeah. They the first thing, I mean I just almost this almost goes right into the beat but the first thing they show is him like his back splitting in half and his head twisting around. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> but then it's weird because then it's suggested that like Rue I think Kang and Rue are toys, but mm -hmm. Rabbit and Owl are actual animals? No, you see uh the them in there as well. But the, the but there's room. toys of them. But, yeah. like, they don't have the seams. They seem to be actual mm. working. Like, Gopher, which I guess is, like, a character not in the books created for the for these uh, shorts. But, like, but, it, but yeah, it, but that's the funny thing is there's just toys of all these characters. But within, like, the cartoon world, it seems almost like those are the actual animals. Whereas, like, you can see, like, the stitching on Winnie the Pooh. And, like, I, I, I love... It's great. I love how they animate Winnie the Pooh because, like, you can totally tell he's got, like, those stiff doll arms yeah. and legs and stuff like that and yeah just yeah those like, weird teddy bear joints yeah exactly the kind of pivoting rotating in their sockets yeah mm -hmm. teddy bear joints and which uh, realizing that these characters are all supposed to be toys like i remember as a kid i was like why is piglet why has he got like ribs on his skin why is he colored and i was like oh no it's because <laughs> he's a doll and that's just the fabric of his body mm -hmm. but yeah so i guess it just opens on a little kid's i guess supposed to be christopher robin's bedroom yeah. Yeah. The All kinds of stuff around. The... A cricket bat. Apparently, Christopher uh, Robin plays cricket. Because I guess it's, it's, that's the one thing I guess they could put in there that we're supposed to remind you that it takes place in Britain. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yep. 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 Let me get. Oh, yeah. Head. You do have all the characters. I thought it was just something. Yeah. Them, but you've got like a Bobo Tigger toy. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. glad they, you know, they really fixed that design. If, that, if they had just imported that wholly into the cartoon, that would have been terrifying. Yeah, he's got a bunch of animal toys. They all live together in a make-believe world called the Hundred Acre Woods. Do you know much about the books, or have you seen much about, like, read the uh, books or anything like that? I started reading one of the books to John John. My dad read them all to me, I think, yeah. when I was little. But I don't remember him reading them. I'm they, assuming they were six. I think all the books are just the same version, right, with the same kind of illustrations? Yeah, uh, what do you, the same illustrations. Well, and, like, it, like, they use this, because it's funny, because, like, I mean, because the 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 Disney style and the actual book style are completely different. Well, but they actually, but the book style they actually use, like in fact, they're actually tracing pages from the book. And when the book mm -hmm. opens, like that map they're showing at the beginning is pretty much the same map from inside the book. Yeah, the character designs. Are yeah, and you actually get to see because like they're actually flipping through the actual book, you actually get to see the book versions of like uh, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet for half a second before the pages mm -hmm. turns again, and you get to see the Disney version. Uh, but, yeah, and, like, also, these are just good character designs and stuff like that. I just, these characters are nice! <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but, also, one of the things that really cracked me up about this adaptation, I love that they embrace the fact that these characters are in a book, and they keep mm -hmm. messing around with that, because, like, they keep, like, the narrator's there, and he keep, they keep on breaking the fourth wall, where it's like, okay, oh, you know, Tiggers, he's gonna, he's gonna run onto the next page and stuff like that. I thought that was very goddamn cute. Yeah. But, yeah, and so mm -hmm. this whole intro sets that up where it's, like, all the characters, like, Winnie the Pooh's dancing up and down on, on the letters uh, that mm -hmm. spell Pooh Bear's house. Mm -hmm. And because Winnie the Pooh's an idiot, everything's misspelled in this goddamn story. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, it. there's, I, it's, 
there's a lot they could have messed up with this, Seriously. but I think they did it all right. Yeah, like as again, it's not as not an expert of the original books, but just like it seems like they did a pretty good job of just sticking to the kind of like they didn't try to like inflict a real crazy. There's no like villain they injected in the story to add extra stakes or anything like that. It's just a bunch of dipshit characters hanging out in the woods. Yeah, like this feels totally like a story a kid would make up playing with his toys in the woods. Yeah, like uh, rabbits or not rabbit. Al is supposed to be the smart, like pompousy one, but he's smart and pompous, like a kid would make. Exactly him, the kid logic. He's not yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, and which that who's, that's totally appealing. I'm glad they stuck with that. Who's so. a bear of bear of very little brain, so <laughs> he's he's treated like a character with very little brain. One of the stuff, first yeah. things we see, though, the narrator talks about one of the Pooh's Pooh clock. I did not need to know the phrase "pukoo clock" existed because I was like, "That sounds like a fetish or something." Pukoo clock, God, no, mm-hmm. I don't need it. But yeah, oh, I'm surprised that's not like a big item you could buy. You know what? I I keep on. I know one of the big bits of Disney trivia is that supposedly Winnie the Pooh stuff collectively mm-hmm. outsells everything else, all the other merchandise of all the other characters from the Disney stuff by like a mile. Like, like Winnie the Pooh and Tigger Two and like all those guys, like. All their merch, like, outsells, like, Mickey, like, Mickey, Dumbo, Goofy, all those characters combined, supposedly. Which is funny, because Disney (laughs) Disney still does not own the rights to Winnie the Pooh. Um, Mm. Winnie the Pooh is still, like, held, they have to pay, like, a royalty on everything they sell of Winnie the Pooh stuff to that dude's family. And so, ah. If I'm surprised they've I'm, never. If, if they're making that much money off it, it's going to be worth it. They've made a ton of Winnie the Pooh stuff since here. Yeah, I was about to say, and especially I think overseas, Winnie the Pooh's even bigger, like Disney Sea and stuff like that. I'm kind of shocked they've never hired an assassin to kill whoever's left remaining of that family because as I was as, just surprised they haven't actually bought that family. That's what I'm saying, like, because like I'm sure they've probably made offers to that family where they must have been like, even if that family's only making two percent royalties on everything we sell. Considering they probably sell billions of dollars worth of merchandise based on Winnie the Pooh, that's probably they could probably afford to hire an assassin to kill the rest of that family and save themselves a couple bucks. But like, mm. anyway, but yeah, anyway, we have to. I'll let you talk about the story. Oh no, you're fine. Uh, it introduces all the characters. We all know them because yeah. if you don't know Winnie the Pooh, I don't Seriously, know where you've been. I even Bill, who's never seen this, know Winnie the Pooh and all the characters. Yeah, and again, the voice. He's not, just... I'm sure he wasn't like, oh my gosh, there's a tiger in this. <laughs> no, it's oh, oh my god, my... they're all gonna die. <laughs> Get out of there! <laughs> um, but yeah, Winnie the Pooh wakes up and he just decides to turn his head around and dance around mm-hmm. and like breaks his back open. Yeah. Oh my he's, god! He's tubby little cubby, all stuffed with fluff. <laughs> That's a great song. Oh, and the songs yeah. and music are all done by the Sherman Brothers, so it's all very, very mm. cute, memorable songs and stuff. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed. He does stoutness exercises. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. his belly. I'm just watching him right now. Singing to dance while his head's twisting around is still just, like, alarming. Because like, he doesn't do that anywhere else in these stories but there. I like his demeanor of, I'm gonna work out so I can eat more food. That's, because yeah. That's something we could all get behind. <laughs> I, and I know. That... I improve my appetite when I exercise. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do, boo- Pooh. Hell yeah, you do. I appreciate the fact that, like, like, I know his whole gimmick. He's, you know, Garfield loves lasagna and when he went the Pooh loves honey. But that really is his only driving motivation in any of these well, fucking cartoons. He says he's short, fat, and proud of that. Hell yeah, <laughs> Pooh! Get that's... that body positivity going. He yeah, is, you're heading to the curve, man. He's a man for the 21st century, like, body-loving, yeah. like, yeah, don't shame. Yeah. No. God, how much honey do they have in these goddamn woods, too? 
whoever makes these honey jars is making a mint. Just selling oh, them man. directly. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you're putting my kids through college. <laughs> that kind of thing, yeah. What, oh, my God. How, I want to know if honey was as big in Britain in the 60s as it made it out to be at this point. Do you think... Or is this... This is another story that takes place in, like, the 19-teens. You think Paddington is going to have to murder Winnie the Pooh? It's funny mm. that Britain, in the mid-20th I don't century... Think they, I don't think they'd get into it, because one loves marmalade, one loves honey. They're not going to... I was, just, I was thinking about how Paddington hats. loves... I wonder in Britain. I wonder who's the bigger uh, character in Britain. Uh, I know Paddington's a big thing in the UK, in the U.S. now, just because of those recent, like, you know, quote-unquote live-action movies. Mm-hmm. But I wonder, like, in the long run... Like, and especially I wonder if in Britain, if they've embraced the Disney version as much of, as the original book version. Um, no, it's, yeah. But anyway, just thinking about Winnie the Pooh and his, his honey got me thinking about Paddington and his marmalade. Uh, but although Paddington is not as ruled by marmalade <laughs> as Winnie the Pooh is by honey. Well, he's got very little brain, so and all that brain says is get high in my belly. It is great. He will destroy himself just to get a little. I, he goes over to Rabbit's house and gets. He tries to tease all of a sudden. He gets too fat. <laughs> There's so... a bee comes in when oh, he's eating, yeah. like just the sticky parts of the honey left in his jar, and no. he's like, "Hey, the only reason for a bee to be a bee is to make honey, and the only reason to make honey is so I can eat it." <laughs> Which yeah, I love yeah, that, like, yeah, that totally self-centered logic is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And again, kind of like how a little kid might kind of think a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he follows the bee <laughs> to a tree, climbs the tree to get a hive, the hive, sings a little song about climbing a tree and loving honey. But he stretches a branch too, too, too much past its limits and it breaks and he falls, bouncing off branches and he yeah. goes. Well, and, he was just right? following the bees up into the tree just because he wants more mm-hmm. honey, so yeah. Yeah. Falls right into a gorse bush, which is a prickly, brambly one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Britain thing. I so do he goes like and sees, hmm. uh, the backgrounds, how they, like, they try to, like, at least if not with the character designs here, adhering to the original book, at least the backgrounds are kind of, like, done in that, like, everything takes place in kind of a white void. So it mm-hmm. kind of feels like they're, like, still within the pages of the book, which is kind of nice. But, yeah, yeah. just thinking about that with the prickle bush, but, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he goes to see Christopher Robin, who's busy putting Eeyore's tail back on. Which everybody has an opinion on its placement. Eeyore's just... Yeah, this fool's got some clinical depression that I've never... The likes of which has never been put on scene yeah. screen well, before or since. I love that. I mean, there's a reason. Like, you, you watch this and you're reminded why Eeyore became secondhand for that kind of personality. Like, that's still really... Yeah. Well, although Eeyore's not as... Not as self-indulgently... Depressed no. as I remember, he's very. I mean, he only gets like a maybe half a dozen lines at the most in these cartoons. No, he just. I, I don't necessarily see say he's depressed. He just always looks on the. the That's what it is. Yeah. Well, although in retrospect, the pop culture uh, perspective of Eeyore is that he's like super depressed and he's. Yeah, like, he'll, he'll be like, "It's a nice day, probably gonna get worse." Yeah. Like yeah. I think people kind of conflate him with like sadness from Inside Out, where it's totally like, mm. "Oh, you don't like me." Like it's not like that. He just he just always no. looks on the dark side of things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seen the real world. He knows what it's like. He's been to Vietnam. He's you know he's, he's a he, he's a hand me down toy. He he's he's seen what's out in there. No, he knows. That's funny to think he about knows. that. But yeah, he's seen. Well, he's no, seen he's not shit. actually. I'm just no, but I like that. Like giving maybe him the he's like, all of us are doomed. We're all toys. Like he's like <laughs> he's, he's, he's he's seen that bleakness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So, uh, Pooh shows up, just kind of wanders around, looking for uh, a balloon. There's a balloon. Chris and Robin borrowed that balloon, so he borrows that balloon. He's got a plan. He wants to float up to the honey tree, and he just needs to go to a very muddy place first. So, uh, <laughs> and then Christopher Robin goes there. He rolls and rolls and rolls, and the mud gets all muddy. Christopher Robin says, and what do you think you're supposed to be? And I don't know, Bill. You tell me. This didn't have a warning before it because it's Winnie the Pooh. And yeah. If they had a racial warning before it. But the way Sterling Holloway says, I'm a little black rain cloud, of course, sounds to me like it, maybe he's trying to put a little bit of a black uh, reflection on no. it. But I can't tell yeah, I can't because tell. it's Sterling Holloway. It's, and also we're watching mid-century I can't tell if I'm so looking it's, it's just, for racism where there isn't. Yeah. Anything. You know what? That's actually one of the nice things, at least Winnie the Pooh. Aside from that's the closest it ever gets to like being like politically questionable. Like you can mm-hmm. watch these these today's unless yeah, I would prefer to think not because the rest I prefer of this to think so not pure, too. But you never know exactly because who knows? Sterling Holloway could have come up through vaudeville and like God knows he probably said all kind of racist shit when no one was looking. But like at least within the boundaries of the cartoon, it seems pretty pure. But like yeah, I would not mm-hmm. be shocked. God. So. <laughs> As someone who just got done watching mm. White Christmas again for 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 the holidays, where they have a whole mm. song about minstrel shows in there, which which is shockingly not completely racist. Like I'm extra, just like attuned to like, oh my god, don't don't please don't be racist. Don't please. What's don't the racist hotel one? <sighs> that's Holiday Inn, which that's okay. another big. That's the other Christmas holiday related Bing Crosby movie, which does have Abraham. Oh my, that's the one that is just one of the most shockingly what the fuck. Especially, we've talked about this before, about how that scene in Holiday Inn starts with, like, Bing Crosby's hanging out, whoever the female lead of the movie is, and the female lead of the movie just, just casually just starts putting shoe polish on her face. Oh, yeah. And you're going, <laughs> you oh, that. I haven't no. Seen it, but... what is, and they're talking like nothing's going on, and you see her just yeah. casually putting on blackface, and you're like, what the hell am I watching? And then it just gets worse from there, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyhow, Christopher Robbins sees Winnie the Pooh all covered in mud and gives him the balloon, lets him float up, and he a sings a song about being cloud. <laughs> a little being black a, cloud. Yeah. Let's, and Winnie the Pooh sings a song about being a little black rain cloud floating over. The it's just a little tree. ditty. Yeah, it's nothing. It's, it's, it's not a showstopper. A yeah, it's it's not like uh, you know Aladdin kind of showstopper yeah. or anything. Oh, but that's the other kind of nice thing. There's no huge major musical numbers. No. There's songs, but they're just very just little ditties and just you know, yeah. So, uh, he, but he thinks the bees might S-U-S-P-E-C-T something, but, and he, no worries, uh, he reaches in their hive from behind, sneaks a paw in there, full of honey, but it's also got bees all over it. And I like the way they rumble ground in his head. Yeah. Like he's got a nice hollow head, spits yeah. them out one at a time. It goes for a while, though. He's, he's spit out bees for a bit here, yeah. And yeah. again, this is something that doesn't make no sense if he's an actual bear, but if you just remember that he's a toy... Like, yeah, mm. of course he could just walk around. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the bees start coming out of his fucking ears. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, hey, uh, Christopher Robin, I think they're getting real pissed off. Could you <laughs> open your umbrella and say, tut tut, it looks like rain? But that doesn't yeah. help either. He does kick one bee down into the mud, and that bee gets pissed off and stings him in the asshole. And then he swings back, gets stuck in the tree, all the bees launch him out, he lands on top of the balloon which is now deflating and it's flying all over. Yeah. It's probably the most action-packed scene of the whole movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
flies higher and higher till the balloon runs out of air. Then he falls. Christopher Robin catches him. They run for their hot damn lives. And I was a wee babby. Yeah. We would, my mom babysat kids in the neighborhood. And we, we had, we had a good acreage. And we went out, we would go out and play. And one of the kids happened to step on top of a hornet's nest. Oh, no. And everybody got stung real bad, except me, because I ran like a bitch. <laughs> I sprinted out of there You're... so fast. Because yeah. <laughs> he was, he didn't like ju- jump on there and, and run away. No, he danced on top of that thing, oh, being like, Wah! I'm surprised he survived because, that shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my sisters were getting bees combed out of their hair and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bad one. Oh my yeah, God. Don't fuck with bees. You're a smart kid. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I had been stung before I knew God I don't know if I when you hear somebody saying please you you don't stick around and wait for it to turn into a my girl situation you run I think the only time of my only real memorable instance with the, like a bee as a kid was like there was a time like parents were like I, it was my family and I we were like driving somewhere I think we we're on like summer vacation somewhere and a bee got stuck in the car with us mm. and we had the windows open but it, for for some reason it wouldn't fly out and my sister almost had a heart attack I don't know if she had a bee yeah. phobia or something like that and my dad almost crashed that fucking car because my sister was like <laughs> kicking and flailing and like it was the little bee it's not like it was going after us specifically but no. she was just like the best sister. thing to do with a bee is just ignore it yeah because the bees just like they just want to hang out and do their thing like they're not really looking they're to like, attack hey, you any pollen in here no okay see you later yeah my uh housemate joshin he's actually built like a little bit of a well, not a beehive but he's got like a bee house mm-hmm. on our back deck and so in the summer we'll just hang out and the bees will just kind of come in to and fro from the little bee house and is they don't mess with us we don't mess with them for one too what's that is there a little coffin outside of it for one, should like there be Dracula? Oh, yeah, like Dracula. <laughs> I should make one exactly. Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, it's it's you need to find the person who makes the the bee coffins. They're hard to find. That's yeah. true. Mm, but yeah, the the the, <sighs> the bee funerary homes. They're they're, <laughs> they're they're hard to find. They're not often in the in the yellow pages. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyhow, Christopher Robin and Pooh hide in some mud under her umbrella. You never can tell if bees in that story in this next story. What did Pooh still wanted, honey? So his next plan was to go see Rabbit. He likes Rabbit, because Rabbit always uses small short words like, how about lunch? And hello, Pooh. Rabbit <laughs> panic. about this. Like the, the writing is, when he put his mind to honey, he stuck to it. There's just all that kind of writing. Mm, yeah, mm, it's just, mm-hmm. what are the Poohs goddamn silly? Yeah. Do you recognize Rabbit's voice? No! Mm. He was Archimedes in, uh... Sword and Stone, the owl. Oh, okay, that makes sense. What's funny, too, because I know, like, in the lead-up to Winnie the Pooh, like, we've been like, oh, that's Winnie the Pooh's voice, that's Piglet's voice. So it's funny mm-hmm. to finally see those characters on the end, like, those voice actors as the characters we know of. And it makes sense without having watched so much Disney stuff that we would have heard these characters, like, these actors in other roles leading up to this, too. Yeah. Yeah, Rabbit's in his house, and he's like, oh, no, it's Pooh. And Who is your favorite Winnie the home. Pooh character? Mm. Mm. I never cared much for Rabbit because mm-hmm. he was always so just like, ah. but actually seeing this movie and seeing it like how he is constantly fucked with by everyone else in this community, <laughs> I have yeah. a little more empathy for Rabbit than I used to. Mm. Yeah, it, I was I've always most... been partial to Eeyore. Eeyore's... He just wants to be left alone. Like, I Tigger comes across as a little bit less Tiggerish. I think Tigger 
has been a little kind of overblown in other media. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. To, uh, the fact that Tigger gets scared in this is nice. So it's not mm-hmm. just 100% pure, just in-your-face Tigger. Like, you get to see the flip side of Tigger, which I thought was kind of nice, too. Who gives mm-hmm. a fuck about Gopher? I don't think yeah. anyone cares about Owl. No. Yeah, but... No. No. Owl. And Kanga and Rue, nobody likes them. Yeah, I was going to say, they're kind of a nerd. Nobody's favorite. Yeah, so yeah. I guess it really boils down to, it's got to be either, yeah, Tigger, Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, or maybe Rabbit, if you're out of your mind. But like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just because yeah. if you're a kid. As an adult, I could see it like like, but no, what, what little kid's gonna be like? I like the fussy one who doesn't want to doesn't want anyone to visit him or eat his yeah. eat his honey. Yeah, as mm-hmm. an adult, that's totally you can understand. Like, get the fuck out of my house. But like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but anyhow, he pretends he's not home, but Pooh figures out that somebody had to say that nobody was home. So, yeah. well, that's they do the there. funny gag where like, yeah, Rabbit says no one's home, and mm-hmm. like Winnie the Pooh takes that at face value. But then he's like, no, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. So Rabbit asks him if he wants to come inside and have lunch. You want condensed milk or honey on your bread? And yeah, both. But never mind the bread. Just give me the honey, man. I do like uh, it... Rabbit pours out like a little pour. Like, like I think Rabbit even asks Winnie the Pooh, like, "How much do you want?" And he's just like, "Just a little portion." A schmack roll. <clears throat> a schmack roll, and he, that's what he pours yeah. out, and he's like, "Oh." And like Rabbit's like, "What's wrong?" <laughs> well, like, I come thought on. I meant a little bit more than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by a little bit more than that, he means all the honey. All the honey. <laughs> he, he eats it all. Does, does he get nuts and just, like, does he just, like, knock Rabbit, Rabbit out with a 4 by 4 and then raid the rest of his house? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he said in a rather sticky voice, I must be going down. Goodbye, okay. Rabbit. There's, I, I always like that line a... reading when I was little. Aw. I think there's a crossfade, and it just kind of jumps to the fact, okay, Winnie the Pooh has eaten all of his honey. Yeah. yeah. It turns the pages and it says he ate and ate. And That's ate and what ate. it is. That's always the transition. It's never a crossfade. It's always like I forgot how they keep on using the yeah the the, the book narrator as a thing. Yeah. yeah, and the turning of the pages and stuff. Yeah, which but I love that. To, yeah, yeah. He goes to lead through the hole in the wall, but all that honey made <laughs> Pooh's ass thick as hell. He's a regular oh, dump man, truck now. Oh man, this is some fetish out there. Somebody's been like, <laughs> this is a sexual awakening for someone out there. I am mm-hmm. absolutely fucking sure. Oh, he's so thick now. Anything the with rabbit... an ass sticking out of a wall for half an hour is going to turn on someone. Yeah. The uh... rabbit goes to get Christopher Robin to help, and while he does, Al shows up and uh, just talks to him, and is like, oh shit, you're stuck? And he's like, yeah, someone should dig him out. And then, and then the gopher shows up, and he talks with a whistle. And, Big job, take two, three days, blah, blah, I blah. Lots that... of jokes about math. And Al saying blast it oh. all. That's a good idea. We'll dynamite it. And Al asking how much the charge is. And he's like, oh, about there's a lot of three, wordplay. Three about... or four sticks. And yeah. And, uh, and blasting. And no. And <laughs> what's the charge? So, no, I don't take charges. I only use cash, et cetera, um, et cetera. I saw the yes. goofer was only added to the movie just to have like an American character for kids, which. I don't think they needed that. Who gives a shit? But also, no, and also, nobody really aside from Al, nobody talks in the accent. Uh, like, yeah, exactly, Christopher Robin yeah. and Al. Even Christopher, even their accents are so light as to be negligible. Mm-hmm. But like, also, if you're gonna add a character that's supposed to be appealing to kids, don't give that don't give that character a, a vocal tick that is actively annoying to listen to, like whistling through <laughs> your teeth with every word. Yeah, it's like get go for the fuck out of here. Who cares about this guy anyway? Yeah. Anyway, he leaves, falls in his hole. He's not in the book. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, and they but make the joke because, yeah, exactly, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Double comes back. Christopher Robin, they try to pull his him Winnie the Pooh out through the hole, but it's just too juicy. He's too juicy. <laughs> too thick. So Christopher Robin says, maybe we'll push you back in. But Rabbit does it, says, no, no, no. He's gotten this far. I don't want him back in. So he runs back around through his big giant front door. I was at first, <laughs> I was more worried about Rabbit being stuck here until he dies. And I was mm. like, okay, I guess this is just his, like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like, got another window or something like that. He could just, yeah. The Rabbit's I like okay. That I like the fact that they don't actually call out the fact he's got a door that Winnie the Pooh could get out of easily. Because what do you mean? That's not the way these char- characters think. Have they What's established up? it would be easier to push him back in? Is that it's that? A, it's a, well, I didn't no, even think about yeah, that. Yeah, Christopher Robin says, let's push you back in. And Rabbit's like, hey, no, I don't want it back in my house. So he runs around. <laughs> I didn't even care about that. His, that big goes, a in his, <laughs> goes in this big giant front door. That is to, to I didn't even think about Push that. on okay, Pooh's yeah. ass. not getting back in. Because, like I said, I was that's... so worried about like Rabbit being stuck in there. I was more relieved by the knowledge that he had another uh, way out that I didn't even parse that as being a possibility of pushing. Like, actually pushing Pooh back in, and they're like, okay, that's... But yeah. then again, that is great kid logic. That'll be exactly what you're saying. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess Pooh's just <sighs> gotta go on a diet. No more eating for him. And while he's waiting, uh, instead of staring at Pooh's butt all day, Rabbit decides he's gotta decorate it, so... Yeah. He draws a big um, face on his ass, and, like... Yeah. Yeah, hangs up all... Yeah. It builds a shelf a out of his ass, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kangaroo and Roo show up, give Pooh some flowers, which make him sneeze, and that makes him mess Rabbit's house. Poor Rabbit. Well, it's funny, too, because they're like, oh, it's honeysuckle, and he's like, oh, can I eat it? And they're like, no, you can't mm-hmm. eat that. Like, yeah, I... Days and nights pass. Pooh's hungry one night. Gopher shows up with his lunch. He's working the swing shift. So, Pooh's like, what's in that lunchbox? And he lists all the stuff that's in there, and it turns out there's honey in there, because there's always honey. Everybody in this whole... Hundred Acre Wood loves honey this as well. This is a honey-based economy in this uh-huh. woods, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pooh asks if he could spare a small schmackerel of honey. The rabbit's there to keep it from Pooh. Slams a sign in the ground that says, don't feed the bear. Then Gopher walks I away, love- falls down the hole again. I love that it legitimately pointed the Pooh's in there for days on end. It's, like, not mm-hmm. a joke. Like, he is stuck. He's, yeah, again, yeah. if you were an actual bear, he'd be dead. But, like, no, yeah. Oh no, hot bears can hibernate for months. Oh, that's true too. Eating. But like, yeah, oh god, watching now just how big and fat they draw his ass is a lot. It's so round. It's so round. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, so one morning, Rabbit was real tired and just exhausted from waiting for Pooh to get thinner, and he leans against it and he budges. He budged. He bitched. He booged. Hell yeah! So they sing a song about how they're gonna pull real hard to get Pooh out of that door. My, for mind over matter. Has made the poo unfatter. It's great lyrics. I Someone like. had a good time writing that lyric. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, Steven's on high. Eat your fucking heart out. <laughs> but Rabbit. I guess yes. Mm. Uh, the, the, Christopher Robin has finally heard about the fiasco. I guess. Well, he know no. He's the one that showed up and said Pooh's got to go on a diet. They just got. Oh, he's the one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Rabbit rams his poos in this, from behind and sends it flying, and he's going clean out of the book, so they got to turn the page real quick. Well, there was a whole long thing of everyone pulling on the other side, too, yeah. which that turns an old physical. But yeah, fucking Winnie the yeah. Pooh flying out of the fucking book is hilarious. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> laughed my ass off. I mean, not literally, but I did genuinely laugh. Maybe not my ass off, but I did laugh out loud. I literally lulled when Winnie the Pooh nice. was flying. Yeah. 
That's better than we could say for some of the Disney animated. That's what I was saying. I was actually legitimately entertained. Like, congratulations, yeah. Disney Company. Post Disney, post Walt Disney Company. He yeah. lands right in that old uh, bee tree, so oh, he's yeah. flying out. Now he's stuck in there. No hurry getting him out, because take your time, because he's got all the honey he needs. Yum, yum. God, I saw one of the IMDb goof. Oh, they even turns, they, they're like, oh, and he starts talking to the narrator, because they're like, a narrator's like, okay, we gotta move on to the next story, and like, Winnie the Pooh stops him, is like, what happens to me? And I really mm. love even, just even the transition between chapters, the characters are asking, like, What's gonna happen to us next? That's very yeah, he's like, I'm not shit. done yet, man. Exactly, because he's eating the he's all he's, he's eating all that honey. He doesn't want to be interrupted. Mm -hmm. He like stops the page from turning. It's very cute. Yeah. 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 Oh god. Next story comes up. It's gonna be a blustery day. And on this blustery day, Pooh decided to go to this thoughtful spot. Thoughtful spot. And on his way, <laughs> yeah. he made up a little song. How about it's gonna be a very blustery day? And it's cute and short yeah animation is good he's skipping i did yep. see one of the imdb i looked i had the because the, there's nothing about this movie online other than just like winning the yeah. Pooh was a thing and then disney made their own version of it uh one of the imdb errors is that if you really look at when the pages are turning it's just the same page being turned over and over again oh, like no. no shit like how many animators <laughs> do you want to kill just to show like yeah like yeah they're, they're not gonna draw a unique page for all eight mm -hmm. all 18 bazillion pages being turned in this movie but yeah Anyway. So he sat down to think, then Gopher shows up, lets him know he should get the heck out of there, because it's Wednesday. Oh, uh, there's a lot, they get a lot of mileage out of it being Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who yeah. wants to tell everybody a happy Wednesday, then? Man. So he'll start with Piglet. Very best friend, Piglet. Piglet lives in a house that uh, was passed down through generations, and it's his grandfather's house. That's his name up there, Trespassers William. There's a common trespasser will for short. I, I didn't almost, get that joke when I was a little kid. I'm almost as I'm assuming it's trespassers will be shot. Yeah. And I almost kind of wish that like the part of the sign that doesn't exist. I kind of wish they made it look like it had just been blown away with a shotgun. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if hunting animals is still a big thing in the in the UK where you could make that kind of joke. Oh, uh, but yeah, whatever. But yeah. Um, also, uh, well, Winnie the Pooh is on his way to Piglet's house. They do a lot of fun stuff where, like, the wind is blowing the text of the pages away. Like, like you've got these letters yeah. flung through the wind and stuff, and that's very cool and stuff. Yeah, animators have fun with yeah, these. Like, the, like, yeah, there's a lot of meta fun here it's, to be had. It's really <laughs> great. And now, this, this is the first short with Piglet's a big thing, which is great. Mm -hmm. Fucking Piglet is awesome. I love because Piglet gets his ass kicked in every one of these goddamn cartoons, but he tries to be so nice about it. I love yeah. him. he's so like standoffish and like, but he's not like British stiff upper lip about it. He's just a no. genuinely nice guy who has the worst luck in the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I think they got lucky with the casting of Pooh, Tigger, and then Piglet. Yeah, which is funny. I don't think he could have gotten anybody else to play Piglet besides. This one guy. Yeah, I don't know what modern day Piglet sounds like, which is funny because all those it's character a, it's actors. It's somebody doing an impression of yeah, him. Yeah, but it's funny that, like I said, like those like four main characters, they all have the same similar like raspy voice, but it's just so perfect for all these characters that are just filled with stuffing. It just feels so right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Wind blows Piglet around a little bit as he's trying to sweep up leaves that are bigger than him. Yeah. As he's telling us about this in his family's house. He runs into Pooh. Pooh grabs a scarf and unravels, and now he has a piglet kite. Slightly alarming. If I were a little kid watching this, I might be a little bit like, it's like, it's, 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 it's almost the same horror of being like shot off into space. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, like, like, cause like, piglet can't get down. He almost seems like he's gonna get totally blown away until he grabs onto the last remaining strand of his unraveling, uh, uh, scarf. 
Yeah. Yeah. They say, hey, Takango's Rue, as they're getting pulled along, and they smash the shit out of Eeyore's house. They ride through Rabbit's carrots. But in a twist, they actually help him. He helps next time they go right through his rutabaga patch. <laughs> and I don't remember the last time I had a rutabaga. Who wants rutabaga? I don't even know what a rutabaga is. Rutabaga like. exist anymore? God, yeah. Uh, says the guy who. I would not even know what turnips look like if it weren't for Animal Crossing. Yeah. So, turnips yeah. and rutabagas. Things that. Because is- you'll. You'll get a, uh, what's the name of the red one? A radish and car- and salads every now and then. Yeah, which they're okay. But nobody's but like, sitting down to man, eat a radish. Man, as someone who's, like, Hungarian-Slavic, my, mm. half of my DNA is probably made out of, like, radishes and rutabagas. <laughs> I, I, I should feel ashamed for not eating that shit more, but... But, yeah, they finally end up at, what, Al's house? Yeah, but then he's in a big tree house that swings side to side in the God, wind. that's kind of alarming, and, too, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it gets more alarming after Pooh and Piglet get plastered on the glass and they get welcomed <laughs> that inside. That is kind of great, yeah. Al rambles at them as the, the, the house sways side to side. Piglet, you know, one of the, a Dutch, Dutch door's the one with the top and the bottom, I believe. He gets launched out of the side and like goes all the way out and almost falls to his doom on a tree. Yeah. On a, a branch, but he yeah, goes this back is, in. This is the scariest and most action-packed Winnie the Pooh probably ever gets, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eventually, the whole ding-dong tree gets blown over, and Al's house is destroyed. And Al looks around, he's like, Pooh, did you do that? Al, what are you talking about? (laughs) Damn, man, you have to blame him for everything going on. But, yeah, I was surprised they went that far. I forgot that, like, because, again, I had not listened to, like, the record vinyl album of this since I was a kid. So Mm. I forgot they, like, flat-out fucking knocked that house over. Like, I was like, holy shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Christopher Robin shows up and is like, man, we ain't good. I don't think we're fixing this shit. And he was like, yeah, don't worry about it, baby. I got it. I'll find a new one. It's going to take me a while, but I'll find it. And off he trundles. This and that was just that enough story. time while he looked for Al to not shut up. He talked between pages like whatever to whatever. Yeah. They just do a passage of time thing, yeah. Yep. It's, not, it's not quite and the next story, but it just, yeah, things, no. yeah. The blustery day turned into a blustery night. Pooh was in bed, hearing lots of noises, and one of those noises he had never heard before, so he got his little pop gun, decided to invite the sound I in. wonder if that's Turns canon out... to the original books, his pop gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do love he, like, he stands up at attention and, it's, like, marched around and stuff like that, and yeah, it's very cute. Turns out it was Tigger, T-I-double-gur-er. This is, is this the first time he's meeting Tigger? <laughs> it's, I, yeah, I think so. Uh, cause, like, he hears a voice, and, like... Yeah, let me. I'm watching it now, and because it almost seems like, well, because that's, I mean, I guess that's half the thing of Tigger introducing himself. Because, oh yeah, because he jumps up on, on, he just attacks. Winnie the Pooh doesn't know what's out there. Tigger comes and attacks him, and even mm-hmm. Tigger's like, "What are you?" And like Winnie the Pooh says, "I'm a Pooh," and he says, mm-hmm. "You." Tigger says, "Well, what's that?" And he's like, "You're sitting on one." And so yeah, this is totally like, yeah, this is Tigger first time meeting everyone in the town. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what is a Tigger? Well, the wonderful thing about Tiggers are Tiggers are wonderful things. They pop tomato to rubber, the bottom tomatoes ring, the bouncy, 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 but the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is he's the only one. Affable annoyance. That is Tigger in a nutshell, and I love it. I mean, Tigger's gotta be the most popular character out of all the shit, right? I don't know. Yeah. Who's pretty popular? I mean, he in the long run, but, like, especially for, like, little kids who get, like, excited about stuff, like, Tigger's totally, like, a self-insert, like, the kind of what you would hope you're you're the cool bouncing around annoying thing. Mm. Yeah. He's the Jar Jar Binks, but good in this shit, I guess. 
He's the only one, and Pooh's like, then what's that over there? And it's a mirror, and Tigger's like, oh, what the fuck is that guy? <laughs> like oh, look that. at how stupid he looks. <laughs> this gangly, the arms and his stupid, big, stupid chin. Tigger's oh, man. big oven mitt hands? Like, mm-hmm. again, like, he doesn't have seams like the other doll characters, but, like, the fact that his feet and hands are kind of drawn in such a specific way, you can kind of feel like the doll, kind of like, yeah, the, 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 the doll mitts of the hands. So just really nice and just I love his big bucket chin and the way he talks mm-hmm. his jaw slides around left to right and just like it's just really and again with the voice and everything just so fucking good. And then the accordion tail makes half of it. That's such great mm-hmm. yeah, odd like oh man I'm watching it now like the way they draw his tail kind of being crooked at weird at odd angles and stuff. Just really nice. Yeah. 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 So he's like hey watch me scare the pants off this asshole in the mirror. <laughs> so he tries to scare him, scares himself. Hides at a table, shenanigans eventually he jumps on Pooh again and is like, I'm Tigger. And he's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, did I say I was hungry? And Pooh's like, no. And he's like, well, then I'll say it. I'm hungry. Pooh says, not for honey, I hope. And he's like, hell yeah. That's what Tigger's love best. Oh, yeah. So he goes over there to the honey pot. Six paws. He's like, yuck. Tiggers do not like honey. Well, that becomes the the start of Tigger's big shtick. Is that like, everything? the first time he ever sees anything, he's like, that's the... That's the thing that uh, tig- uh, Tiggers love best. That's the thing that Tiggers do best. Like, mm-hmm. uh, constantly just like, that's his whole shtick, but yeah. yeah but he doesn't like honey. Really think, for... you, th- you, th- you think Winnie the Pooh would be even more uh, happy to find out that like this guy fucking hates honey, and he just bounces yeah. out of the room. Well, that stuff's only good for heffalumps and woozles. You mean heffalumps or oh, and yeah. weasels. And that's what I said, heffalumps and woozles. And when Pooh's like, what do those things do? And he says, they steal honey. And after telling Pooh that, he pieces out and leaves. I, oh, I, it's kind of the funny thing, he just bounces off into the sunset. Well, not sunset, because it's still in the middle of the night. But I love, like, even as he's going over the, uh, the curb of the horizon, his, like, voice pops up and turns into text that's adding to the text around the illustration as he's bouncing away, which is really nice. When yeah. he's like, I'm the only one! It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So after he leaves, Pooh gets real nervous about Heffalumps and Woozle stealing his honey, starts marching around. Oh, this is when he's marching, yeah, marching stage. around yeah. the pop gun, yeah. He's talking to his reflection in the mirror and saying, you go that way, I'll go this way. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if the Heffalumps and Woozles are original to uh, the original book, or <coughs> if it was just added to this, just so they could justify a dream sequence to pad things out a little bit. I don't know. So the very blustery day turned into a very blustery night, and Pooh kept his vigil, but eventually he did just slump over. He looks so sad when he's tired, when they draw him with a little bag under his eyes. He looks so... I'm not used to saying Winnie the Pooh seems so tired and dejected, dejected, but it's like, oh no, Winnie the Pooh, are you okay? Yeah. Uh, a Heffalump is a type of elephant-like character in the Winnie the Pooh stories by A.A. Milne. Oh, so it actually is mentioned yeah. as... Yes, yeah, because I was kind of surprised because I thought the Heffalump... Because I knew they had, like, a, a Heffalump movie. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so I assumed, assumed the Heffalump would be more of a fantastic creature. I was kind of surprised in this sequence. They're essentially just, like, the pink elephants. Yeah. From, from Dumbo with, like, less scary eyes, yeah. Heffalumps are mentioned and only appear in Pooh and Piglet's Dreams and Winnie the Pooh from 1926. Uh, that's which... Because, like, we've seen this before with the package films where, like, Disney animators would totally pat out a short by, like, being like, oh, let's have a crazy dream sequence just so we have an excuse to draw something that's not just the characters doing the normal shit. We could, like, take advantage of the animation. Like, there's no story component. It's just, like, let's no. just draw a bunch of random shit for three minutes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a bit of a fever dream, Pooh. I think you ate some bad honey. It is 
like I said, it's kind of like, yeah, pink elephants on parade, but for little, little tots. Yeah. yeah. It does skirt the line of uh, some of it, you know, the dead eyes that some of the heffalumps have get real close to being creepy. It's actually kind of funny, too, because, like, I forgot that most of the characters in Winnie the Pooh have, like, the little black dot eyes, except for, mm-hmm. like, again, except for, like, the quote-unquote living characters like Rabbit and Owl, who have, like, mm-hmm. you know, they have white eyes with black dots. But, like, yeah, Piglet and Tigger and all those characters just have, like, little black button eyes. But it's kind of funny to see that all the heffalumps have, like, quote-unquote real eyes. But they're still kind of drawn like they're dolls, because they have, like, seams and shit, too. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, actually, like, I don't know, what the hell am I looking at here, but, you know. There's a point where a couple of heffalumps and woozles dance in some honey. I'm watching it now. They reverse it at the end. They just did it backwards. They just rock it back and forth. Yeah. They just rocked it. Guys, yeah, come on. You've got liquids flowing around. Yeah. you got liquids flowing around. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Aw. Hey, if that's the worst thing they do in this 1970s you know, Disney project, I'll take well, it. Well, this yeah. is from 60s. Eh, a little later, but still post-Disney death if this is the second pr- short they produced after yeah. his death. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If honey's what you covet, you'll find that they love it. Because the guys will love the things you pride. All that stuff. It's I I like having a lump of woozle second. Huh. Well, yeah, you said you traced it as a kid or whatever, but yeah. Nah, I didn't trace it. I, I, I watched it in slow motion. I tried to think of what I saw as a kid. There, there was some stuff as a kid. I would turn the brightness up on my TV and try to trace it. I can't remember what it was. Mm. But, like, I remember kind of doing that as a kid. been doing that on an old CRT television back in the 80s. Of course, that doesn't really work, but, like. That's before I realized they used light boxes to trace stuff in actual animation, too. So I, I was always mm. kind of proud of myself for, for figuring out that that could be uh, a drawing thing you could do. But I just didn't have the proper equipment to do it at the time. But, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I remember, like, putting paper on. Not actually tracing anything on the TV, but putting paper on the paper to trace things. That's always, you yeah. Man, onion skin, if you can get some of that. Shit at the fucking grocery store. That was always good. You want to trace your comic books and shit like that. That was always. That's. I oh, you also had those. You also had those coloring books that just came with tracing. Paper. Oh, that's a good point too. I mean, tracing is a good way to like learn how to draw when you're first starting out. There's nothing inherently yeah. wrong with it as long as you don't let it no. become a crutch. So, yeah. There's nothing wrong with any kind of art that anybody does. Every now and then, I'll just like do the search tab on Instagram, and there's all these posts of people saying, "Don't draw like this. Draw like this." And it's like, yeah. man, fuck you. Let it's, people draw how they want. I don't let don't yeah. let lines meet at a certain angle. It's like no, let people draw how they want to draw. Don't don't tell people how to draw. Like, like every now and then you'll see somebody complaining. Like hey, if you want to, don't buy some artistic like little kid rose art or or art kits for Christmas. Like, just the, what is it? what what? Come on. Some what are you going to spend like hundreds of dollars on yeah. on fancy well, pencils that's another, for a little I, kid? I feel so bad for people who get hood hoodwinked into thinking that they need to buy like quote unquote fancy art supplies to become mm. a real artist. And it's like, no, man, you could do fucking amazing things with just a pad of paper and a fucking number two pencil. You'll see like, people post ballpoint pen like super detailed art shit. I still all think the time. a ballpoint pen is the best art tool you could ever use, just because mm. like they're so cheap. Although they kind of smear, though, if you're not careful, but, like... Yeah. yeah. But anyway. I mean, there is some, like, pencils and pens and stuff that are garbage, yeah. but for a little but kid, it's especially cheap. Especially if you're a little kid, yeah. As, as long as you're not trying to be a professional artist, there's no wrong way to do art, unless you're on DeviantArt. Then everything you mm-hmm. do is inherently wrong. But, yeah. like, but, like, yeah, who gives a shit? Just have fun, man. Life is too short to worry about that shit. Fucking draw Winnie the Pooh's naked ass with a face on it, and you're like, oh. 
How can I mm. improve this? Mm-hmm. And now, these messages. Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. For the first time in a feature-length cartoon, all your favorite Pooh characters share all their enchanting adventures in Walt Disney Productions' The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's everyone's favorite bedtime story brought to life. What's all that stomping and singing and silly shenanigans? Christopher Robin! Silly old bear. It's The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. It's... So, Pooh wakes up in ankle-deep water because it's been raining like crazy. Yeah. He asks his reflection if it's raining in there, too. Thunder and lightning. Turns out it's raining all over the Hundred Acre Wood, and it washes away the words in the story, even. What did you get? Thing. I love that meta stuff, yeah. Yeah. Then a, a, a song about how it's very jolly. It's a very jolly song about how Piglet's house is flooding and he worries he's gonna die. Very whimsical. It is slightly <laughs> like a little dis, dis, dissonance mm-hmm. of like, yeah, that the cheerfulness of the song. And the like, river swept out of its bed and swept <laughs> word into Piglet. Poor Piglet, he was frightened. Come on, little yeah, man. You see Piglet, like, he's trying to save his home because he's like, he's like, ah, I'm gonna die. And they're like, with quite a rightful fright. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to, like, he's trying to dump water into a floating pan that's next to him. And of course, that just sinks the pan. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's like, it's, it's, it's having happy music over someone trying to save their flooded home again. This <laughs> reads differently as an adult as a, than yeah. as a kid, maybe. But, like, it's like, oh my mm-hmm. God. Like, yeah. Welcome to yeah. climate change. Mm-hmm. Oh. He writes a note that says, Help, Piglet, me. Puts it in a bottle. Oh, yeah, that's outside. great, yeah. Mm-hmm. Floats yeah. out of his house on a chair. Pooh climbed a tree to save all of his honey. And then, and, and then he can't resist, so he stuffs his face in a jar and falls out of the tree and floats upside down in the pot. Everybody else showed up at Christopher's Robin's house because it's the highest point in the land, I guess, to stay yeah. dry. Except really Eeyore, who was still though. floating around looking for a house for Al. Okay, yeah. Which I do love they keep, keep that connective tissue going on, though, because mm-hmm. that's going to be how this whole story wraps up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christopher Robin's house is just a tree he climbs out of, right? Like, it's yeah, kind of suggested, like, this is his portal from, like, our world to the Winnie the Pooh world, I guess. I don't know what's going yeah. on there, but yeah. They find the, the note that Piglet wrote, and so Piglet, uh, uh, Christopher Robin sends Al out to help. Great, fantastic, but great choice. <laughs> he does find him. Piglet's caught in a whirlpool. P- Pooh's still trying to get the last bit of honey from the bottom of the jar. Al just tells them, chin up and such. Don't pick him up with your talons or anything, Al. Yeah, come on. He's, he's not of Mordor. He's not going to help no. these guys out by flying them back home. No. Yeah. He's like, a rescue is currently being thought of, so be brave. And Piglet says it's hard to be brave when you're such a small animal. Which and is kind of true. I love these. Sun. Yeah. Yeah, That's to avert his small mind from this Aww. unfortunate unfortunate predicament, Al will tell him an amusing anecdote. But Piglet's like, man, come on, I think we're headed for a flutterfall, a flat, flatterfall, a very big waterfall. This yeah, is Al's interesting like, hey, too, don't interrupt. Yeah. Al, you're an asshole. Come on. So Piglet falls down the waterfall as does Pooh. Al saves himself because he's a jerk. 
Pooh lands on the chair and he floats to Christopher Robin's place. Piglet's there too. He landed in Pooh's honey pot. So everybody's calling Pooh a hero for saving Piglet. So they'll throw him a hero party. There great. is a great thing where Winnie the Pooh is, I guess he's so tired after eating so much honey that he has mm. no idea what's going on. None. Christopher Robin just picks him up, put him down on the ground. And like, he, like, Christopher Robin is like, you're a true hero, Winnie the Pooh. And like, Winnie the Pooh I is am. like, yeah, he's like, eyes are half-lidded. He seems very tired or honey drunk. And he's just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he's just like, I am. And mm-hmm. yeah, and it's, it's just, we're going to throw a hero party. And yeah. it's all very cute. But like, I just, yeah, throw- yeah, fucking half, 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 dr- half honey drunk Winnie the Pooh is my favorite version of Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they throw a party, her pipparay for the Winnie the Pooh, uh, but the party's interrupted by Eeyore. He says he found a new house for Al, so they go, and it turns out it's Piglet's house. His name's on it and everything. <laughs> W-O-L. That's he doesn't tell them that at first, too. It's not until everyone gets to the house that he's like, this is my house. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. And everybody's too polite to say anything. They're like, tell him it's your house, Piglet. And he's like, no, no, it's, it's all cool, Piglet, I guess. what are you doing? I know people like this in real life, too. It hurts me to see Piglet being like this. Yeah. Or <laughs> you being too nice for your own good. Also, the house is way too tiny for Al. Come on. Yeah, exactly, because it isn't just a Piglet-sized door. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then he's, Piglet's like, I guess I'll live, uh, I'll live, I'll live. And Pooh's like, with me. You will live with me. And he, he takes his hand and he does a little pat on top of it, which is very grandmotherly. But it's, what it's bl- the, perfectly like yeah. yeah no it's it's, it's I knew perfect. lots of old ladies that would do that to me when they would I, tell me I'm almost like, assuming... you look very nice today and pat the top of your hand yeah I, I'm assuming that's what they were thinking of when they animated that like that kind of like grandmotherly kind of like comforting like you're coming with me it's okay yeah mm-hmm. which again watching this as a kid I could see this totally being like very comforting and like because especially like Piglet is such a good. Uh, self-insert character for like little kids I would imagine because it is again it's this like very very sweet little the smallest character who gets fucked up all the time and so that character being looked after by the other characters is very comforting I'm assuming yeah I know you look for uh because it's hard to find them fall movies would uh, the blustery day qualify this as a fall movie I mean there's the autumn leaves and stuff like that although it's just one segment in the rest of the film Mm. but like Mm -hmm. yeah especially if you just cut it out by itself like, just as a featurette, which I'm assuming that's what it originally was. Like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Especially, yeah, mm-hmm. the turning of the tides and the weather changes and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, fucking... Out. But I love... Chris it is very cute with Chris and Robin being like, we could turn this party into a party for two yeah. heroes. Because it's a very heroic thing for Piglet to give us a house. So they sing yeah. a song about how great Piglet and Pooh are. And which that's great, for Winnie too, the Pooh yeah. And Piglet, yeah. too. And then this starts the section that I have no, I, I don't know. It wasn't on my VHS. I don't know. So. What is this? Oh, is this just the, oh, it's just like fucking rabbit wants to murder Tigger. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all the, that's story. the story is. Yeah. Yep, I mean, the there's not story... a lot to say, actually, other than just no. like. It, it, the next story has a great deal of bouncing, which makes uh, Piglet piece the heck out of as every things starts to get animated way worse for a hot yeah, second. Yeah, definitely, like, there's... I don't know if they outsource this animation or something, but there's definitely... You... I, I didn't... Re- I, I assume that all these shorts have been produced relatively close together, just because, like, that, at least the voice actors all seem to be the same. But, mm-hmm. like, the animation does make, a, like, a, a jump down, which... Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. 
We hit the 70s with this one. Yeah. So, uh, Tigger shows up at Pooh's thoughtful spot, and is after bouncing on Pooh, he bounces off. He bounces on various friends along the way. Little bounce on Piglet, biggest bounce on old long ears. And Rabbit's like, ah, making sounds and stuff. Well, Tigger fucks up his garden, right? Yeah, he fucks up his garden. Yeah. And so they Rabbit gets everybody together, together to have a protest meeting about uh, Tigger's bouncing, which only is only Rabbit, Pooh, and Piglet. That's all he invited. And Piglet the... and Tigger's, or uh, when Pooh's half asleep, and yeah, this yeah. is well, he's high as shit. This is where that <laughs> Pooh meme came from. Oh, I forgot about that. Is that what he's like? He's like shuffling back and forth. He's so excited to eat honey. Is that what that is? No, I'm thinking about the one where he's looking like the meme is where he's looking smug and it says something. And then it's him looking smug with like a, a tuxedo on. Oh, I don't know if I've, I've I've probably seen that before, but I'm forgetting about it. But there's definitely an animated GIF where he's sitting at a table getting excited about eating honey. Well, I think it's I think it maybe has just eaten honey. And he's very self-satisfied, like, wiggling in his seat. And I've seen people turn that into, a, like, an endless looping animated gif of, like, self-satisfaction. I don't even know if it's from this short or, like, one of the other ones. In the, but it's definitely from this movie. But I can't remember if it's from this story or one of the other ones. But you know. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you of that meme in a second. But, man, Pooh is either high or tired or both. Yeah, he's inexplicably just like, unconscious for half the scene. Yeah. Here, I sent you the meme. There, okay. Now I can that go back happen. to my, the my note. So, uh... Maybe they could unbounce Tigger. He's just doing too much bouncing. Who can't be bothered? He's snoring. He's high. He can barely pay attention. <laughs> so, oh, um, I see. Mm, mm-hmm. Either the, specifically the meme that you sent me is a picture of Woody the Pooh half... <laughs> Just kind of like sitting in a chair looking, uh, and just says, come. And the second one is the same, same picture, but he's got a more smug, self-satisfied face where he, and he's in a tuxedo. Now the text says, creme de la penis. <laughs> it's a very family guy joke, but you're like, yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, that was oh, just the first God. one I came across. <laughs> I just felt that, but that worked God. for us. Man, I wish that cum tastes mm. like vanilla cake batter. I'd eat that shit all the time. <laughs> Oh my god. Man, masturbating and it's a snack? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it just tasted like cinnamon roll icing. Oh my god, that's what it looks like. I wish it tasted like that. Jesus Christ. Anyway. That thing when you're sitting in bed and you put a... Like you ha- okay, okay. Winnie the Pooh. Okay, shut up, It's not a shared experience. Oh, uh, so okay, anyway. so... Rabbit's plan is to take Tigger on a walk and lose him in the woods, and that'll depress him so bad he'll knock the bounce right out of him. Damn, I was glad, because, like, up until that moment... Rabbit, he, that's stone cold. Because it seems like he's planning on murdering Tigger, but then, no, it's just to shame him enough. Because he's like, oh, and then we'll go find him, and then Tigger will be like, oh, oh, Long Ears, I love you so much, I promise never to bounce again. And yeah. that's, that's Rabbit's plan, but, yeah, it's, yep. we'll see if that works. They all vote, and that's the plan. So the next morning, it was cold and misty, and Pooh had some honey along to eat, and Tigger was bouncing into the mist, and the other characters are like, all right, he's gone, let's hide inside this old hollow log. And Rabbit's like, well, plan works, let's head home. Tigger comes back, looking for them. They're still in the log, so they must be lost, so he goes off into the mist again to find them. Rabbit is stoked, ready to head home, abandon that Tigger. 
But sometime later, on the bottom of page 123, their plan has gone astray, and the street mm-hmm. planners are lost as hell. They keep walking by the same sandpit over and over again, almost like rabbits, not a good planner. I love the logic that that happens next of, of yeah, oh, how yeah. the story Who's like, itself. hey, so we keep walking by the same sand pit, and then we're looking for home, so maybe if we look for the sand pit, we won't find it, and instead we'll find home. You know, it's hard to argue with that logic. But that's exactly how it works. <laughs> yeah. And then Rabbit is like, you guys are fucking idiots. I'm going this way. He gets lost. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, fucking, Pit, fucking Winnie the Pooh and Piglet end up back at home. Well, he tells them to wait there. He'll prove that they're not circling oh, around the same place over and okay, over yeah. again. And they wait, but Pooh gets hungry, and he's like, man, gotta have some honey. The honey's calling to me. Let's follow this my rumbly-tumbly. So they follow their rumbly-tumbly, and sure I enough, the mist got, got like, thinner. Honey radar. Mm-hmm. That's great. They got the mist got thinner, and they started to figure out where they were. And Tigger's there, and he pounces on him. He's like, "Hey, where's old Long Ears?" And he's still in the mist, probably. And Tigger will find him. TTFN. Ta ta. Now, mm-hmm. Rabbit's still lost as hell, and his mind is starting to play tricks on him. Frogs are gasping. Caterpillars are eating leaves. It all sounded like the devil to him, and it's very Don Bluthish. Yeah. Uh, I also saw one of the bits of trivia about this. This is, I think they said this is like the first, uh, quote-unquote feature that Glenn Keane had worked mm. on. I didn't realize Glenn Keane was old enough to have been working on Disney stuff in the 70s. Because I just think about him just being like, you know, like Little little, little Mermaid and shit like that. But Yeah, yeah so. But yeah, <laughs> yeah of course, Don, yeah, Don Bluth's still rattling around the company, I guess. Yeah, I think I saw his name in the credits of this. Been sure. looking, but I've Who never seen it. But yeah, I know they don't credit everybody, but yeah, no, that this one was the first time I did see like animators actually listed in the credits. Man, this is 1977 too, so this is actually kind of getting close to the point where like a lot of the animators left. So I wonder if that was almost like a small sop to them, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So Tigger finds Rabbit, and Tigger says, Tigger never get lost, silly Rabbit. And uh, he has Rabbit hold on to his tail and he bounces them all the way home, then just splashing Rabbit into mud. And the narrator says, now Rabbit was now a humiliated Rabbit, a lost and found Rabbit. And why, uh, why, oh, why do these things keep happening to me, Rabbit? <laughs> and this is the next chapter. And I, that was, that wasn't as good as the first two, but okay. Yeah. I, wait, so was that a short two? Or was that like cooked up just for this movie? No, uh, that's the one from the 70s. I don't oh, know okay. if they cooked it up for this particular or. four stories. So, yeah, the, fa- the fourth and last one is the, uh. Tigger and Rue, Tigger learns not to climb trees story, essentially, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rue is waiting for Tigger. Shows up, because Rue and Tigger love bouncing together, and so they take off together. Kanga's like, Kanga, what are you doing trusting your child with Tigger? Come on. You don't know nothing. Out of all the hundred, out of all the hundred acre woods, I don't know who I would leave my child with at all. Man, Kanga's got not a lot of options I guess, here. Yeah, you I guess. got, like... Yeah, I mean, Tigger's the one person who's almost guaranteed to get your kid killed eventually. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, like, Tigger's the only one who kid, kid would want to hang out with, really? Like, guess, maybe yeah. where the pook is he eats all the time. Piglet's too neurotic. Fucking Rabbit's just an old piece of shit. Owl yeah. is boring. Like, it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, Tigger's gonna be the default babysitter by default bite, but yeah. Um... Yeah. And hopefully he'll tire your kid out enough so when the kid comes home for their nap, they will actually nap and leave you alone oh, for fucking so two nice. hours to play Candy Crush or yeah. like watch your Netflix stories or whatever. But yeah. 
I forget if I mentioned, but it's also winter in the hundred. Oh yeah, they actually changed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did you see? Man, is it snowy in your Animal Crossing town? Yeah. Just got snow in mine. So yeah. yeah. So rabbits out there ice skating, but no ice skates on. But thankfully, no tiggers are around. He says because he hates tiggers. The tigger is around, and Roo says, "Hey, show show your moves." The tigger goes out on the ice, but he's not as good as ice skating. Crashes right into rabbit, and rabbit crashes into his house. So they can reuse the animation of. After Pooh sneezed and saying, why, oh, why, oh, why? And yeah. Tigger's, Tigger's animation gets reused of him saying, yuck, Tigger's don't like honey. But this time he says, yuck, Tigger's do not like ice skating. Uh, there's another couple parts, too, of, like, I noticed, like, of just recycled animation from feature. Which, again, I guess when they were making these features, or these featurettes, these shorts, like, a couple years apart from each other. They could more easily just get away with recycling the animation without yeah. realizing people. Well, yeah, when you start when you sell all this stuff together in a movie, and you're like, "Hey, I just saw that animation five minutes ago." <laughs> yeah, but also it's kind of jarring in this section because the '70s animation is is nowhere near the quality of the '60s. That's animation. the in that too. Yeah. So when it suddenly gets good again, you're like, "Oh, it's noticeable." Because you're like, "Oh, that looks. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, the quality yeah. bump just sticks out like a sore thumb." So Tigger and Rue went deeper into the forest looking for something to find that Tiggers do best. Maybe climbing a tree is what Tiggers do best, but Tiggers don't climb. They bounce, so they bounce all the way to the tippy top of the tree, and Tigger gets freaked out. He's way too high. Oh, man. Rue's fine, though. He's just swinging on Tigger's tail and says a rhyme. Don't swing on a string. It's much too frail. The best guy to swing is a Tigger's tail. Wee. Yeah. And I love Tigger when he gets to the top. He's like, almost, he's like, oh, almost bounced out of the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, again, anything that calls, you know, the whole meta thing, I love, you know, the framing yeah. device stuff, you yeah. Tigger begs Rue to stop, so he does. It is great to see Tigger suddenly being all like, kid, calm down, I'm scared, like, holy shit, we need to stop I, this. I hope I remember, because I really like the line that he says, he was getting seasick from seeing too much. I like that line. <laughs> That's just, I'm surprised I haven't heard other Suffering people say that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But it is funny to see Tigger just humbled for the whole rest of the short work. Like, he pretty much th- thinks he's gonna die, yeah. On another page, Pooh was having his own troubles. He was tracking something in the the, in the, in the, the paw prints on the snow. He's following something, some tracks. Very mysterious. More and more tracks. Piglet's there, and he joins him, and he's like, and, and Pooh's like, oh, fuck, now there's tiny little feet here, too. So they follow it. They're just actually going in a circle. I love the winter gear that everyone's tracks. in. Like, Piglet's got a stylish little purple jacket now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's wearing scarves. It's very mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. But, so they follow it around. It's it's pointless, but cute. It's just, just like, an excuse to have all the stories. other characters see what's yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. Pooh spots and hears Tigger in the distance yelling hello and says it's a, a jugular. Jagular? Jugular. Yeah, I jugular. could, like, between uh, Sterling Holloway's voice and I don't know if he's... I'm watching it with subtitles. I need to see exactly because it sounds like it's it's like a cross between jugular and jaguar. Like yeah, yeah. jaguar, jaguar. That's what it is. Yeah, okay, that's weird. But they're very scary. They always call out hello, and when you look up, they drop down on you. It's like a drop bear from Australia. Rue points out it's Pooh and Piglet. Are they're down there? And and Pooh is like, oh shit, it's only it's only Tigger and Rue. Fuck, man, let's go check it out. So they go over there. <laughs> And Robin, Christopher Robin's sent for, and he then he rolls up, and everybody's like, oh, man, this is some crazy shit up here. And Rabbit's like, no, no, this is good. Tigger's up there. He's stuck. He can't bounce anywhere. Maybe he'll die. I would love it if he died. Rabbit wants him to but... die so much. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Jesus. 
it's it borders a little bit like on Homer Simpson wishing death upon Ned Flanders, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh my god, man, fucking calm down a little bit. But yeah. But they open Christopher Robin's jacket and use it as a trampoline to catch Rue and yeah, he jumps Rue's down. Safe very quickly. King, I like as he's falling. Kanga says, "Try not to fall too fast." Yeah, that's and cute. Yeah. Tigger's too scared to fall down. Says if he ever gets down, he's never going to bounce again. Which Rabbit's like, yeah, hell yeah, I like that. And Rabbit just told me. Love he turns to everyone. He's like, you heard that right? I heard it. You yeah. heard it. He made that mm-hmm. promise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the narrator is like, and so Tigger was stuck. And Tigger's like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, I'm the narrator, <laughs> bitch. And he's like, well, narrate oh, me out how of this. this. Resolves. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the narrator turns the Aww. book sideways so Tigger can step down onto the words, and then he's they turn it a little bit in the other direction he slides down like a there's some good slide. animation of him like uh tippy toe like he like puts his toe towards the text just to make sure it's firm and like mm-hmm. just testing his weight and then he lets himself go and then yeah bouncing down the text is, is pretty cute but like yeah like tigger very very conservatively trying to like let loose from the tree onto the text is that's actually some of the better character animation in this segment but yeah says good old terra firma because yeah. it's snow He's happy. He feels like bouncing, but Rabbit's like, no, you don't, you motherfucker. You said promise. Rabbit you is promise. on lockdown. He's like, you son of a bitch, if you bounce just <laughs> once, I'll fucking kill you. And, and like, Tigger... Tigger is all like, not one bounce. He's like, not one little bounce. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Tigger's just like, oh, I guess I'll just go kill myself, I guess. Yeah, starts walking away to the Charlie Brown music. Very yeah, sad. this is like when he out Eeyore's Eeyore, and even Eeyore's mm-hmm. like, man, calm down, even I'm I'm not that fucked up, but yeah. Everybody else is standing there and is like, we kind of like the old bouncy Tigger best, not the sad sack. And yeah. they look at Rabbit and let's say, man, what the fuck is wrong with you? you Rabbit's all shit. self-satisfied where everyone yeah. else is horrified by this, and Rabbit's all like, <laughs> Oh god damn it! Everyone else seems to He's think like, this is a sad. Fine, thing. he can yeah. bounce and take uh. bounces back, and is like, God hell yeah! You try it, try it. It's so good, you try it. So he tries to bounce. Rabbit does, and he loves it. And everybody has bounces, and they all say wonderful thing about Tigger's Tigger wonderful things, and it ends. I do like Tigger points out. He's like, you seem like you're made for bouncing. Why don't you try yeah. it? Which is a good point because he is a fucking yeah. rabbit, and he's actually uh-huh. pretty cool with it. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. And so we come to the last chapter in which Christopher Robin and Pooh go to the enchanted place and we say goodbye. And Christopher Robin was going to school and everybody else is learning and shit. And Christopher uh, talks to Pooh, asks him what he loves yeah, most. Yeah, this is kind of like the one maudlin thing in the, yeah. in the thing where it's just, well, I, I think this is the one thing they added for the movie just to kind of give it a little bit yeah. of a wrap up. And so, yeah, it's very much like mm. Christopher Robin's never going to grow old and leave yeah. this people. It's, you yeah. know. Who asks? He says he loves seeing his friends when they ask him if he wants to stay for some honey. And Christopher Robin's like, "Man, I love doing nothing." You know, and Pooh's like, "How do you do that?" And he's like, "Well, when grownups ask you, what are you doing? What are you gonna do? You say nothing, and then you do it. You go out and do it." Does this well? Coincidentally enough, he's just moving just like Mowgli from the Jungle Book, where he's stopping Mm -hmm. to pick up a couple rocks and throw them. And Yeah. yeah, so yeah. But he says he's not going to do nothing no more, but he still wants Pooh to come visit him and never forget him, even when he's 100. And Pooh's like, how old am I going to be? He's like, you're going to be 99. He's a silly old bear. Wherever they go and whatever happens to them in that enchanted place on top of the forest, the little bear will always be waiting. The book closes. A doll winks at us, and it ends. Oh, God, idiot. It's kind of a weird, like, cartoon animated eye blink. Mm -hmm. Slightly weird, too, but, like, yeah, that, that was the many adventures of Woody the Pooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's that cute. Was very cute. Yeah, cute. Yeah. That's yeah. 
inoffensively cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no fucking. Yeah, actually, I want to see what else they've done with Winnie the Pooh because, like, yeah, you like, I guess. Yeah, I forgot. Like, 2011, they just had a movie called Winnie the Pooh. I know mm-hmm. there was like a Heffalump movie in like the 90s. Well, you you've seen the footage of the stage play, right? Oh no. No, no, the the did one that they, they're putting out right now. Yeah, because you retweeted uh, Jenny Nicholson talking about it. I must have been where, blackout drunk that day. Where people are, like, puppeteering the, the characters oh, behind them. Oh, that kind of shit, because I'm trying to think, imagine what people would look like dressed up like these characters. Oh, that makes... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that yeah, looks cute the, as hell, and the people I, that are doing the voices are doing them really well. Man, again, because that would be difficult to... I didn't realize they must have put out a bunch of direct-to-DVD movies, because, like, there's the Heffalon yeah. movie, there's Springtime with Rue, Piglet's big movie, the Tigger movie, mm-hmm. uh, the Grand Adventure Search for Christopher Robin. What the hell is that about? Does he get kidnapped? Yeah, 1997. That's totally, like, fucking Michael Eisner. Let's just recycle the shit over and over again, yeah. Um, well, man, do they not have... Let's see. Uh, search... Yeah. I was looking at the Poo actual, corner. like, uh, 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 poo toys they've had at Tokyo Disney, and they have a cute little one where he's got a tear on the, his back. Oh, really? Because the, the, the Tokyo Disney, Disney always has better shit than the American That's one. That's like, I don't know what's up with Asia and their Disney shit, where it's just outguns us by a country mile, but, like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, and especially I could see Winnie the Pooh being a big thing over there, just because it's so naturally kawaii. Mm-hmm. But, um... Let me see. I want to look up that uh, Winnie the Pooh musical. There is footage on YouTube of them like testing it out for the first time. In, like, yeah, they're a, doing Bunraku like black on black velvet stuff. Yeah, but the the actual images I've seen of them like actually performing at a theater. Oh, are, that's like, right. And so they're not even trying to hide the performers either. No, not at all. Like, yeah. Although it is kind of funny to see someone's. <clears throat> so it's uh, whoever's puppeteering uh, Winnie the uh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh's a puppet like ha- like three quarters the size of the puppeteer, and so the yeah. puppeteer just has his arm just rammed into the back of Winnie the Pooh's head in a yeah. way that kind of like. It's a little graphic, but well, like, no, poor, that's really clever. Yeah, okay. The yeah. poor lady that does piglet's got to go around on her knees well, the entire time, for fucking yeah. like for an hour and a half. Yeah, holy yeah. shit! Just let her, just let her. They just built a trench in the set so she can stand up. For Christ's sakes, yeah, like do the Muppet thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the rest of the Pooh stuff. I've seen the Heffalump one with a little kid Heffalump just because John watched corner. it one day. Yeah, but um. Oh no! It all seems cute and unoffensive enough. Yeah, there's there's no, uh, one song that John was into for a little bit where Pooh sings about how everything is honey. That's a really cute, very well animated. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Ideally, you'd you'd hope that Winnie the Pooh would be relatively eternal. And like, there's nothing about uh, anything about Winnie the Pooh that should automatically date itself very easily. Yeah. So like, you'd think a kid would be able to still watch the you know what we just watched without it being too much of a of an issue, but yeah, mm-hmm. man, yeah, I'm watching a, 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 I guess Defunct Land actually did a video about the history of Welcome to Pooh Corner, which mm. is the live action dudes in suits thing I was talking about from the Disney Channel in the '80s. Yeah, I forgot. Like, for some reason, they gave they tried to give most of the characters like like white eyes, like whites in their eyes, and not just like the black 
Dutton, a uh, black button mm. eyes like the actual animated characters are, so it's a little bit creepier than it had to be, but... So do you think yeah, this will, having now watched this, do you think you'll watch the Christopher Robin movie? I am tempted. I have the Christopher, man, a couple years ago, my my friend Dylan, she had a kid, and she was, mm-hmm. she was looking for stuffed toys for the kid, and that was right when they happened to start coming out with Christopher Robin, that movie merchandise, and mm-hmm. they came out with, like, stuffed animals of all the Winnie the Pooh characters, but kind of like in that old-timey turn of the last century style. And I yeah. got those for that kid, and I liked mm-hmm. them enough that like I bought my own. Just because, mm-hmm. like, if you're gonna own a Winnie the Pooh collectibles, like these these stuffed toys that are kind of like a halfway in between like the AA Milne designs and like the Disney designs, where they kind of look like toys from like 1920, but slightly Disneyfied. But like, it's really cool. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, now I'm tempted. I don't know. I mean, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I, I, it's got fucking Obi Wan Kenobi, so it can only be so bad because I like him. Well, <laughs> well, he's been. I'm trying to think of what the worst thing, aside from the Star Wars movies, that I've seen Obi Wan Kenobi in. I was about to mm. say, I guess by default, it's the Star Wars prequels are the worst thing. He's. I mean, I like Mulan Rouge. Okay, mm. um, if I can, if I can tolerate Mulan Rouge, I should be able to tolerate, you know, fucking Christopher Robin. Also, it's a little. Because we were just talking about how it's nice that Winnie the Pooh is, like, not trying to be weird or depressing. And I know the whole gist of that Christopher Robin thing is, like, Christopher Robin is now, like, an aged old dude is, like, going to shoot himself. But then, like, you know, I guess the Winnie the Pooh characters come to life and save him or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know if I Which, need that in my life right now. Yeah, but, but that sounds like it'd be more uplifting than... Yeah. And I kind of wonder... I don't know. When it takes place, I wonder if the Christopher Robin character is supposed to be like, the age of A.A. A. Milne's kid who inspired the whole story of the, in the first place. Man, all those all those people who, like, inspired, like, Winnie the Pooh, all those kids who inspired, like, Winnie the Pooh and Peter Pan all wound up, like, killing themselves and shit like that. It's always, like, mm. no, like all those kids always end up having this legacy of having inspired these children's book characters that just totally drowns them out for the rest of their lives. They can never be a happy adult. It's kind of depressing, but... Anyway. But. Anyway, Pooh good. I like Pooh. The Pooh's a bad Pooh's pretty god and like I said, with the voices and everything like that, Winnie the Pooh's pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah. Makes uh, a little kid try honey and say, <laughs> I don't get it, Pooh. I don't see why this is all cracked up to be. <clears throat> That's the terrible thing, because like, yeah, you might like decide to go taste honey and you're like, This just tastes like <laughs> dirty, dirty sugar. And my dad was one of those those weirdos that like would his one of his special treats every now and then would be a, a honeycomb, and it's like, where do you get a I, honeycomb from? You could buy them at places. I don't know if you buy it. Are they like buy filled anymore, with like oozy but... honey? Yeah, it's it's just like a honeycomb inside a jar. Oh, okay. Oh, look at that. Okay, because I'm wondering how you package that. Okay, like yeah. I think I tried to bite once, and I was like, not for me, thanks. <laughs> so, are you actually eating the honeycomb, not just like licking the honey out of the the comb? Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's like, just like wax, beeswax, or yeah, huh. I think so. I mean, I honeycomb I've never cereal's good. It. Yeah, mm, I do like honeycomb cereal. It's basically the same thing. I know. I was about to say. I mean, right up there with Honey Nut Cheerios. I mean, they're pretty much the same cereal, but in slightly different formats. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Winnie yeah. the Pooh. Any That's other the memories Pooh. of Winnie the Pooh or anything like that? Like I said, I I just remember slow motion in it. We did the records down in the basement, you know, like yeah. and, uh, 
kind of wish the hell I knew what my parents did with those records I had growing up. Well, I'm assuming you can must find... have sold them or threw them out or something like that. But probably it's not like that. I have a record player right now. I could even play them even if, even if I had them. But no, but that kind of shit's yeah. nice to have. But the nostalgia know? of just I just I just remember that old Disneyland label on the record mm-hmm. was like kind of like yellow, but with like yeah bright colors and an arch with the Disneyland logo. And just like the yeah again, I kind of mentioned this on the Mary Poppins podcast, but the haunting quality of that music coming out from a tinny record player when I was a kid just yeah. seems so. It's funny too because I was listening to that stuff. It was it would have been like 1981, and mm-hmm. if these things came out like 19 the mid 60s, like those records couldn't have been any more than 15 years old. And it's mm-hmm. funny to think that like that would be like now if a kid was like watching his dad play halo 2 or something like that 15 years old doesn't seem like that old now when you know not as an adult but yeah so yeah but lucky pants so do you know what uh disney project you're gonna tackle next oh what was it i didn't have my list up if we're bothering with the rescuers that's i mean like i said i'm fine with like that's totally up to you like i'm fine with that you know um yeah that's right it's gonna be the rescuers and then after that it's the great mouse detective wow okay so it's really the rescuers is gonna be the worst of the 70s okay that's actually not that bad then okay i shouldn't be excited about watching the rescuers but are we gonna end up watching the rescuers on christmas weekend oh no is that what's oh my god (laughs) wow the darkest during the best time well you don't like christmas anyway but like oh no that was a shitty christmas gift for ourselves Oh no, maybe the rescuers is actually better than I remember it being. <clears throat> All I remember is knockoff Corella Deville. Something mm-hmm. about alligators. Mm-hmm. And like a diamond? Are they trying to get a mm-hmm. diamond out of a kid's kid swallowed a diamond? Not quite, but you're on the right track. Something? Because <laughs> yeah. I think it's just the alligator from from fucking Peter Pan too. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah, dim memory, and I remember just being very dark and bleak, like li- like. Literally, yeah, like, yeah, a very yeah. dark movie, like, yeah, most of it takes place yeah. in a dark swamp. Anyway, so, yeah, and that, and actually next week, I guess we're going back to Avatar, which, mm-hmm. let me pull up the episodes. Uh, we're going to be talking about Lake Laogai, the Earth King, uh, the Guru, and the Crossroads of Destiny, essentially the last four episodes of uh, season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what else been going on? Well, uh, I can't think because I gotta go pee. So stump for a second. I'm gonna stump for a second. I talk <laughs> I'll be about, right back. Man, we're gonna go to Lake Lao guy where shit goes down, and the Earth King where shit goes down, the Guru where shit goes down, and Crossroads of Disney. We're fucking. I know. I think it's episode 39, the second to last episode, where I guess we'll have to talk about that next week. But Daniel's always complained about there not being one specific bending discipline and. Yeah, we'll get to find out the invention of that shit, but yeah. What else? How you guys been doing? Any special Christmas plans, assuming everyone out there listens to Christmas? Or does Christmas? What am I talking about? I've been talking too much. I've not, I have not. I was up late last night, so my brain especially just a little booga. And then I woke up a little bit early today because Animal Crossing... I had to buy turnips from Daisy. Is it Daisy May? Because it used to be Sao Joon, right? But her daughter's is Daisy May. She's the one who sells turnips in Animal Crossing. I had to buy damn turnips because I guess there's new recipes, food recipes. They're exclusive to Daisy May, and you can only get them if you buy so many turnips from her. So, and oh no, not thing, turnips. No, but because we record on Sunday mornings, I usually miss out on Daisy May. 
Mm. And so I got up early to make sure I could play, I could go meet Daisy so here, May and buy turnips. Here's yeah. the thing. <clears throat> if you load it up, and then uh, she's walking around on your island. Oh, and you just, just put the thing to sleep, and as long as I don't go inside, right? Correct. Yeah. I always forget to do that. Yeah, well, and like I said, the only reason I care about her is because I guess um, they patched in some food recipes that are exclusive to her. Yeah. And so you have to buy turnips from her, and she'll mail you, I guess, exclusive turnip, turnip-related food recipes. And so I'm trying to do that. <clears throat> and I'm actually starting to do the... Uh, they added the boom box to the town square so you can do exercises. Mm -hmm. Then I guess you get special shit from that, so I'm doing that too. Oh. Oh, man. Yeah, so much so. to do. There's a lot to do. Man, I fucking did the snowman this morning. Because I guess now it's snowing in everyone's town. Or like, yeah. it's actually like white snow. Like, it's like snow is on the ground. Um, So the snowmen are appearing. Or like, the snowballs where you can build a snowman in Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to do it, like, the first one I did this morning, it was, happened to be a perfect one, so I got a uh, reward from it. There's no fucking recipes from the fucking snow. There's at least one. He gave me a recipe I didn't have before. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Even these guys. There's new shit to I'm, collect from... No fucking, thanks. That's, <laughs> that snowman shit is the hardest thing to no, do in Animal Crossing. I don't want it. No. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. It is... I, I... That's one thing I was hoping... They would make it a little bit easier to do. I don't yeah. think they did, but like, oh my no. god. Yeah, so. No. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was up until 1 one thirty last night fucking playing Halo 2. So that's why I'm a little bit extra punchy today. Halo fucking 2? Not Halo 2. I was just thinking about Halo 2 because I was talking oh, about 15 okay. years ago. Halo Infinite. Fucking. Gosh. That game. I mm. like It's a good game. But good they game. tend to like... Uh, it bounces back and forth between being open world and then there being campaign missions. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you, you'll be like, oh, I'll go off and do a campaign mission. But then, you, like, it'll, like, make you do, like, four campaign missions in a row. Mm. And last night, I think it was the... Like, I had done three campaign missions in a row just because, like, they don't give you a chance to, like, stop and go do more open world stuff. Did a huge boss battle... And I was like, oh, fine, I can finally go to bed. It's 1.30 in the morning. And then, like, they just railroaded me into another campaign mission after that. And I was like, okay, I need to shut this shit down and go to bed. Because <laughs> got to be up in seven hours to talk about many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. But, you know. Mm. How you doing? What have you been up to? I have been playing some of that there Halos. Yeah. I'm not you, very You far said in. you're not a big Halo person. Not the multiplayer. The single player, mm. I've, I've played a few of them. Oh, okay. Played, I think I did one three and maybe one more oh wow okay yeah because there's been an actually decent number have you played any of the other newer halos like since bungie stopped making them like in the last mm, decade no okay because yeah i forgot there's there were halos one through three there was halo odst where you're not even playing as master chief you're playing as some other dude on earth uh mm -hmm. running around like africa there's halo reach where yeah. you're jumping back and forth between a like a, a bunch of Spartans and like a Spartan I played that group. one because okay. I remember the ending of that one. That was that was the last one actually made by Bungie too. Yeah. Um, which I kind of wonder if there's any links to that in Halo Infinite because there's a lot of dead Spartan stuff in Halo mm -hmm. Infinite. But yeah, you're having an okay time with Infinite. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, John realized that throwing grenades at your own feet and blowing yourself up is real fun, so he's been doing that. <laughs> Wow. Um, except, like, what if there's, like, electrical ones that don't really hurt you, though? They just kind of, like, shorten you out? 
mm-hmm. you've got like like in a vehicle or something like that. Because mm-hmm. there's been a couple. I keep for some reason, even though I've been playing the game for like a dozen hours already, I still sometimes occasionally confuse throwing the grenade uh, grenade button with the with the grapple hook button. Mm-hmm. And so I'll go to grapple hook something and accidentally throw a grenade. Oh, but yeah. whenever I throw out, the yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah, I don't know why my my brain does that, but yeah, that's. I'm glad to see you're having a good time for someone who's not much of a Halo nut. No, um, not at all. Like the lore is no thanks. It man, the story and characters in that game are not good. Three four three. I'll say this about it. And it's impressive how much. This feels and kind of looks like, in certain ways, Destiny. So they aped Bungie very well. Because that's the Bungie feel and style. I'm kind of surprised how dark... Like, whenever you go into, into a, like, a Halo, like a Halo facility, it's mm-hmm. like very... Is that kind of like what you're talking about? I, I guess the yeah. open world... Uh, yeah, more the facilities. Yeah, because yeah, everything, like, everything's very dimly lit. At least mm-hmm. in the old Halo games, whenever you'd go into a, like, a Halo facility... It was like normal lighting, and this one, it's all very dark and moody, and like everything's all kind of dark and reflective, and just kind of like, eh. Like, I guess they're going for more of like a much more atmospheric look whenever you're inside like a structure or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, fucking character. Like, how far into the story are you? Like, what's the last thing you've been doing? Uh, the last story thing I did was there's this big tower that I had to get to the top of and fight a guy. And okay, that's on him. Oh, he was okay, invisible. Yeah. Yeah, um, running around finding Spartan cores or whatever. Yeah, and the Spartan cores are like yeah because they're doing the Breath of the Wild thing too. Like you have to level up your character a little bit with the Spartan cores. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they, I don't know if it's tailored where like there's only enough Spartan cores in the game just to level up your character, and no more if they put extra in there. Um, because the stuff you're supposed to level up in the game is the stuff that like replaces your hook shot, mm-hmm. and like who the fuck is ever gonna not use their hook shot? like the most that's oh, that was the first thing i do was, did was level that up twice yeah exactly yeah and like you like well there is the nice thing that you could level up your shields so at mm-hmm. least that's a passive thing like you don't have to equip your shields it just makes you you know you can take more damage but like mm-hmm. there's a thing where you can throw down like a shield protector um a threat thing where that'll show you like you said like it gives you that's like what they give you right before you fight that invisible boss yeah, is like the threat detecting thing, which I didn't. I just shot the guy. I just I could just see was still see. Oh yeah, where he I, was. So it just I just started him. throwing all the boxes at him. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I know it's okay. I know exactly <laughs> which boss you're talking about now. Okay, yeah. yeah. And um, there's like a thruster. There's a thruster backpack, but it's not even like a jetpack that makes you fly. It just lets you like like shimmy dodge left and right. Mm-hmm. faster and i'm like just do that with a grapple hook anyway what the fuck is this shit so yeah yeah i know the character was like there's this fucking pilot guy who sounds like peter laurie that you're stuck with so like he's constantly oh, yelling yeah. at you he's like oh mr chief we gotta get out of here i hate this place let's go yeah. and it's just constantly in your fucking ear Oh my god! And then the fucking boss guy is like this big brute guy who's constantly like i will destroy you master chief and it's like almost like something from like Duke Nukem or some kind. Of, like it almost seems like or like Gears of War, or just this big, big muscular this, guy who's just constantly monologuing at you. It's the terrible. animation they do on his face, while you know, good, it's well animated. Yeah, it's exactly the same type of animation that Golem had when he was arguing with himself. <laughs> I wonder if the they Lord use of the that Rings as a movie. reference, as like, yeah, um, 
Very Andy Circus animation. And I guess Cortana's still crazy or something like that. And they give mm -hmm. you younger, sexier Cortana now. Like, she's all very sprightly and like, Hey, Master Chief, we're friends, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Oh, they made her eyes, like, the irises or pupils or whatever, bigger, I think. They also, like, individually modeled her teeth, so when she's yeah. smiling, she looks a little weird. Like, it's one of those things where, like, you could have embraced the fact that she's a hologram and kind of, like, fudge things. So now like, you're trying to make it look photoreal, it looks a little weird. Uh, I do like the fact that because it's, like, 2021, because the original Cortana was essentially a naked blue lady made mm -hmm. of, like, Matrix data lines streaming down. They were like, no, I guess we can't do that anymore. We have to actually give her, in, like, an outfit with, like, a belt. So she's actually more modestly clothed yeah. this time. Although, yeah, it's not actually the Cortana because it's they're suggesting that Cortana is, like gone evil but so you're mm -hmm. like with a new version of cortana who's like super happy and sprightly and like hey master chief and so i guess mm -hmm. technically it's not the same character even though it's just a clone of her but i'm glad i'm having a good time for free yeah that's i don't thing. think i would have bothered game with pass. it i don't think i would have bothered with it if it wasn't on game pass yeah i think it's yeah it's it's i think it's the best halo game since the first one mm -hmm. um which... I just hope they don't put the flood in it because I'm. I I've never nobody nobody likes playing against the flood. You know, I was kind of waiting for that because I like looking at the the this the single player campaign walkthrough. Mm -hmm. I just looked that up last night right before going to bed because I was like, am I towards the end of the game? Because they're like forcing me through like four campaign missions in a row. Is like, are is this are they funneling me towards the last mission? And I guess not, but I am definitely in like the last third of the game now. Mm -hmm. And well, I guess it. Do you want to know if the flood shows up? Uh, I don't care. I, I'm not invested in the story of no, Halo in any I kind of way. I seem to be in the last third of the game, and I've, there's been nothing about the flood yet. That's I, good. I, I was thinking about that last night. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, that late into the game, I was like, this is the first time of. I guess the flood don't show up in Halo Reach. Mm. But that's, yeah, this is the only other Halo game I've played that didn't have, didn't involve the flood in some way, so. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah just fine. between that and Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's about my extent, too. I haven't had much time to do anything with having a child that absorbs my time, demands puppets to be put on my hands and talk to him. What puppets did you get? Oh, no, it's still the Mickey, Goofy, and Donald. Oh, the Mickey one. and Goofy ones? Okay, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you like there were new puppets in your life or anything. I hate it when he wants Donald because Donald's my favorite character, but I can't do a voice, so it's just like Donald <laughs> going... <laughs> Yeah, Donald just being like, hey, I'm Donald Duck doesn't work. Yeah. Like, you have to do... Yeah, it's not complete without the voice. Yeah. yeah. Can't do it. But Goofy, Mickey, whatever. Yeah, sure. Have you guys okay. been doing anything well for the holidays or Christmas and stuff? Uh, He has the Avengers Legos advent calendar he's been putting oh, every really? day. Yeah. Does he care uh, that much? I know he, like, he has a Captain America suit. Does he watch the movies that much? No, he hasn't seen any of the movies. I really? Guess he no. I guess he watches Spider-Man and Friends on Disney Junior at daycare okay. sometimes. Well, then how so does he, he know about Captain names. America? Uh, um... I mean, I guess there's I don't still... Know. I, have, he's, I, mean, he's not, not, stuff, I don't know if there was I a guess? cartoon out or something Maybe like osmosis? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure, like, he's probably, like, people at daycare probably talk about it and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I always forget about little kid pop culture osmosis just from other kids. Even if they're not watching that shit at home, they're probably hearing other people talk about it. Man, so you got him, he's actually been playing some, some, your four-year-old has been playing mm -hmm. some Halo. Yeah, almost, he's almost four. It's like two weeks until his birthday. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I can't believe he's almost four. Jesus, he's fucking No, crazy. he can actually, I, I 
quote unquote play games now. So. Yeah, I saw like yeah, he's like you've been posting photos and or your wife's been posting video of him like actually using a PlayStation Five controller. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, he can't, yeah. he can't, he can't use the camera on the right stick, but he can move characters what? around. What he can, yeah. Uh, has he has has he played like any Mario games or anything like that? No, uh, he's not. He has he has, but I I kind he hasn't figured out like cause and effect yet. So it's yeah. I want to give him stuff where he can't you know die over and over again because that's not fun to do. So I almost wonder if he'd be any good at playing like the old like you know the two D Super Mario games. Just know. because at least like it's just a two D plane. It's one. It's gonna be less complicated to worry about. Mm -hmm. Uh, but still, I guess you might have some basic coordination issues and stuff like that. Yeah, I like, I, for him, stuff that you won't die or you can, I can, like, turn on invincibility or something. Would be but man, in the next year or two, though, he's probably gonna get better to the fact that he'll probably actually be playing games, like, for real. Like, without, yeah. like, because I was, shit, I was playing Atari when I was, like, six. Just, like, full-blown, like, I didn't need anyone helping me or anything like that, so. Hell yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Not that I was any kind of, like, you know... Keeps wanting me to play Bug Snacks though, and it's like, dude, I got all the trophies on Bug Snacks. I don't need to play <laughs> yeah. that anymore. Come yeah, on. always, always like finding new games that you don't have trophies in just to try to, yeah, so you can kill two birds with one stone, hanging out with At your child. At least the DLC's coming out for that in the start. Of oh, the what's the DLC for Bug Snacks? It's a new more yeah, island section. Yeah, giant, yeah, okay. giant, giant uh, bugs. I think. Yeah, it's terrible. I kind of want to finish Halo Infinite just so it could fire up Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, or, that's good uh, shit. Or, uh, Miles Morales. Mm, just so I can play a game good. with snow in it. For mm. Christmas. Because Christmas is in two weeks. And so, I mean, yeah. uh, Miles Morales is specifically set around I Christmas, know, exactly, so. yeah, it's actually, like, all snow-based. I'm assuming Ghost of Tsushima, there's probably just, like, one snow it's, part of the island. It's gonna, it's gonna take you a while to get to the third act in that. Okay, well, yeah, I figured it was either that or it's all time-based. Or, like, exactly, like, yeah, like, maybe, like, the game takes place over the course of years, or different seasons or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of still generally kind of surprised at how much people keep on going off about how much they love Ghost of Tsushima. Um, do you watch yes. any of the Game Awards stuff? No! I, oh, kept, no. I, I looked at, like, well, trailers were released and stuff. I need to try that um, Matrix thing. I have it downloaded. I haven't bothered with it yet. Is that on consoles? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I just saw they were just saying it's an Unreal 5 quote-unquote experience, and then people yeah. jerking off at how good it looks. I don't know if that was just for a high-end PCs or if it was on consoles, too. No, it's on. I think it's on both consoles. I got it uh, downloaded on the PS5. Do you care about The Matrix at all? Uh, the first one I really like. Okay, just like everyone else in the world. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Second one, third one, forgettable. To forgettable to bad, I would say. Yeah. I forgot but, uh, that, the, like... the trailer for the new one had showed promise. It's I forgot like that that's coming out on HBO Max. You can watch it at home. It's going to be their mm -hmm. last that home debut movie mm -hmm. of the year. Yeah. Okay. I keep on forgetting I could watch that without having to go out to theaters. Mm -hmm. Oh, but yeah, nothing else is going on. Like I said, yeah, I finished Arcane, so I'm done with gabbing about that. And mm -hmm. I not really watch much. It's mostly been, yeah, Halo. I did not expect, I didn't realize Halo was going to be launching in the middle of the week. I mm. thought it was going to be, like, a Friday thing. And so I was, like, <laughs> as at the beginning of the week, I was, like, I need to get his work done so I could be happy taking this whole weekend <laughs> off. I could feel relaxed, like, doing yeah. nothing this weekend but playing Halo. And I saw it was coming out on Wednesday morning, I was, like, oh, shit, that means I'm not getting anything done for the rest of the week, too. Mm. But I actually did manage to actually get some week done. It wasn't just full nothing but Halo during the week. But, yeah, that's one of the problems with working at home 
when there's like a major launch of a piece of media like that, it's very easy to like just push all your work aside to, to say fuck it, I'm just gonna be playing Halo for the next five days straight. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, especially a game like that where it's open world. It's like the whole thing is like it's no longer just an eight-hour campaign, but you could spend thirty hours just collecting shit. Oh, yeah. But, the hell was I gonna talk about? Oh, yeah. TV, right out of my I head. mentioned Arcane. Is there anything on streaming? I don't. I don't Man, remember. Else, I'm not even trying to think about any kind of YouTube or podcast stuff. Um. Man, fell right out of my head. Hot damn! Hot damn! No, don't my don't try to. Commentary to Twitch channel went down. So what, I can't then? watch Simpsons. There's a Twitch channel I follow that just shows 24 hours a day of nothing but Simpsons commentary mm -hmm. episodes. Just you know, episodes of The Simpsons from like with seasons one through yeah. eight, but with the commentary tracks turned on. Um, but yeah, they went dark a couple weeks oh. ago. They haven't come back. I don't know if they got like flagged or something like that, but probably. That's which a is a shame because I wanted to get more work done on the Simpsons map during Christmas break, <laughs> and I was open mm. to watch that stuff while drawing, but... Yeah, and, uh... No other way to get it. That's true. Man, I got all that stuff! Mm -hmm. Like, I have... I bought all those Simpsons DVDs and ripped them, but, mm. like, I did it badly, because that was the first time oh. I really ripped anything, so, like, the video is... The video is all interlaced, and... Doesn't look good. You... It's it's also just easier when someone else is just have it streaming on Twitch. I can just click a button. I don't have to like dig into my files and dump it into iTunes and stuff like that. Did you mm. try the uh, Minecraft Disney thing? Oh no, that's right. Cause, like that's fine. I just was yeah. curious because you mentioned you might have. I want to check that out again. It. That's something else. I need to drop a little list because mm. like I like try to give myself a two week break around the holidays mm -hmm. of not doing any work. And it's always nice to, it's, it sounds weird to be like, I want to take a break, but I also want to maximize that time off by drawing up a list I don't think that of things weird. I want to consume during those two weeks. And the Disney Minecraft stuff, yeah, that would be very cool. Especially, yeah, if you're actually, a I still kind of wish it was Disneyland. Yeah, oh, me Disney too. World. Absolutely. But what are you going to do? Yeah, and I've got a whole bunch of books around here that I've bought, but I haven't had the time to read. Mm. And I want to put a dent in that stuff. I've got, mm -hmm. like, yeah, the big two-volume book about the making of the Marvel movies. They just came out with a big book about the history of Pac-Man that I have. It's actually in my bathroom right now, but it's so big and it's actually hard to hold. It's like one of those books that, like, it's a coffee table, table book that's even... It's hard to read on the even on the shitter because you kind of need a book stand <laughs> for it. Um, what else am I doing? What else are you doing? Yeah, TV and stuff. Man, I... I... Put on Trials Rising for John to try a is little bit Is that the most of. recent one? Yeah, and I forgot how fucking bad that is. Oh my oh, god! I just heard Dan Riker talking about how terrible that was. That is so bad. So, how do, they, how do you fuck up Trials? It seems like they easy, like, because I've made 15 of those. You the load times the are still down. outrageous. How do they fuck it up? The, uh, the, even on the PS5, the load times are outrageous. That's, um, there's no excuse for that, because that game is like a fucking... Nintendo DS game practically. Uh, the user interface is impossible. I was I wanted to put John on a, a beginner level, but it's just a map, and there's just levels scattered across it, and there's no, no way. Don't do there's that. no way. There's no way to go through like the difficulty. Like if yeah. you want to put him on, there's there's no way. There's no way to figure that out. Um, what the hell were they thinking? I don't. I know. wonder if like they were trying to go for some kind of like 
they trying to turn into Fortnite or something like that? Where it's like, oh, yeah, because there's a lot of like, you beat the level that you got some XP to earn towards your next unlock. Man, you know, everything you want in the to world decorate is like that version. right now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's why I should not be happy about like Halo Infinite going for open world, like unlocking things and like upgrading your character because every fucking video game is like that these days. But it does appear. It does appeal to that, like, video game mentality of, like, collecting and upgrading all the time. Yeah. Um, but he did, uh, play, I gave, gave him Donut County, and he fucking crushed Donut County. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. He, that's he got really, really far game, into right? that all by himself, yeah. Yeah, because he was just throwing that down, what, like, little black holes and things like that? Yeah, you're just sucking stuff in the holes, and he calls it the sucking game. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Goes like, to school. My daddy taught me the sucking game. game. Yeah. Yeah, let's oh, not no. call it that. The raccoon sucking you. game. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Have you been sh uh, trucking along with Inscription? Oh, I finished that. We talked about that last week. And did I, you like the ending? Like, did it turn out yeah. okay? I told you I'm the only person that was like, eh. Oh, that's right, because, yeah, you were the one yeah. person I I've, I know who wasn't all like, this is game of the year automatically. Yeah. Yeah. No, no not for me. Thanks, yeah, though. Thanks, though, everybody. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's kind of kind of time at the end of the time of year where everyone's, like, all like, oh, yeah, game of the year. We need to talk about, like, what our favorite things of the year are and stuff like that. And yeah. Oh, that's what it was. I was going to talk about I I saw a video in pop up in my YouTube Mac recommendations, and I didn't believe it at first because oh, no. it was like, no, it was a uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. One year later, I was like, that didn't come out a year ago. No, yeah, and I that's... looked it up, and it's a year ago. And I was like, ah, <laughs> no, yeah, that came out like three months ago. What's well, happening? Well, it doesn't help that no one's talked about it in the year since, other than just to make make fun of it, just because like, yeah. Although I mean, that is an interesting metric because that game is now a year old. Mm -hmm. It totally, it's justified for people to come back and be like, okay, what shape it is in now? Now that those developers have had the extra year to, like, put into that game that should have had to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. But. Man. Yeah, it's, it says a lot that even now, after a year, no one seems to be liking that game. Even after it's been patched up. And, I mean, I even heard when, like, that was the big thing I kept on hearing from people. When it first launched, people were like, even if there weren't the bugs in the game, but just, like, the basic formula just doesn't sound that interesting. Like, it wouldn't be a good game even if it even if it was working perfectly, it wouldn't be that great. And I was like, shit. That mm -hmm. sucks. So. Yeah. Glad I didn't yeah. have to play it. Waste some time on that. Yeah, no, I never even... I I never even had it pre-ordered anywhere or anything like that. I just, no. like... It didn't help that, like, I thought The Witcher was okay, but I wasn't as loved with in The Witcher 3 as so many other people were. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't automatically jerking off to Cyberpunk as much as other people, but... Yeah. Yeah. Man. See that they're coming out with a Sonic Breath of the Wild? <laughs> yeah. Good luck like, with they're that, not guys. even trying to hide the fact that it's Breath of the Wild. Like, they're, they're in their trailer. Almost like shot for shot. Like, there's a, there's a shot of Sonic standing on top of a plateau with a bunch of ruins. And even the color they palette think... is just yanked. That's... They think they have the skills that yeah, Nintendo no. does to make an open <laughs> world Sonic. Up so, and then the, there's like a Shadow of the Colossus kind of thing to it too, and I'm like, you guys are not that good. Oh man, at, like, talk even about ripping off. biting off more than you can chew. Oh, oh my goodness. god, I, it is delicious to me though, as someone who grew up as an ardent Nintendo fan who had a best friend who was into Sega, who was always like, Sonic the Hedgehog's gonna kick Mario's ass. <laughs> I just wish I could go back in time 30 years and be like, look at this. 
Yeah. Look, look, look what Sonic has been reduced to. Like, fucking wannabe Zelda-ass fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, there's no... St like... At least The Legend of Zelda takes place in a kingdom. So you could justify it being this big world of, like, you have to, like, you know, restore the kingdom and talk to... Z what do you do with, like, Sonic? Because it's know. just him and his little animal friends, right? Like... What world has it that is he living in that's been destroyed that he has to like bring back to order and I don't know fucking I don't know either who knows <laughs> yeah Poochie Poochie, Poochie, Poochie ass Poochie. motherfucker Poochie Sonic the Hedgehog cocked. two I guess there's a, they made another one of those somehow mm. why would I still you do see that? people I still see people going like oh that. That Sonic the Hedgehog movie actually isn't that bad. I'm like, I'll have to take your fucking word for it. <laughs> oh yeah. no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. I got it. I, yeah, it was pretty much all Halo and Animal Crossing over here. So. Yeah. Hope if you guys are playing Halo, it's good. If not, um, I don't know if we should do mm. any kind of a year-end episode or anything like that where we specifically list anything we talked about or want to talk about this at the end of this year, especially with the podcast winding down. I don't know. Um, That's up to you. It's because that would cause us to delay an extra week. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to even think. Yeah, I, I don't know. We could talk about it. Like, I'm not, like, suddenly struck with the, like, super boner hardcore. Hey, if anyone's listening to this and would want us to do that, let us know. But yeah. other than that, that, that's just me just thinking out. Like, because I don't even know. Because, like, especially with us having to uh, starting to talk more about random shit at the end of every episode the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. We may have said everything that there is to say about the stuff we've played and done in the last year. So True. I don't know if we, I don't even, even if we set aside a whole episode about that, I don't know how much new would talk about it other than like, oh yeah, I'm still playing Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, that was my game of the year. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't even know what my game of the year this year would be. Like, you haven't seen any movies or anything recently, have you? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Uh, yeah, even then, yeah, I was gonna say your your kids saw Encanto, but it's like you were even there, and he hated it, I guess. No, he didn't hate it. He just stood up <laughs> at the end and said, "This is boring." He actually stood up in his chair, lifted his <laughs> arms above his head, and said, "This is boring." I love it. I love, and I did see even someone last night who saw Encanto in there where they were like, mm. and I was like, "Okay, I guess John John's not totally in the in, in the minority here either." Yeah. Oh my god, that is great. Mm -hmm. so, okay, I guess we should wrap this up and we'll yeah. talk about the last bit of season two of Avatar next mm -hmm. week. He's and then the rescuers, and then. Yeah, we'll see. Oof, I do. He's Which, hey, I, like I said, that's the worst thing that happens with the rescuers. Like, that's actually the worst part of the yeah. 70s. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to do Oliver and Company? What? Are we doing Oliver and Company? No, I hate that movie. <laughs> okay, I just I couldn't remember if uh if uh, the Great Mouse Detective is before or after uh... that got put on in our house. Oh uh, no, you have thoughts? Maybe a year we, ago or so. We can talk and... about Oliver and Company well, no. while we talk about fucking the rescue or not the rescue. Kelsey was like, I remember babysitting and watching this when I was younger and liking it all right. I don't remember it being this bad, and I was like, oh, Nope, no. it's always been this bad. Okay, yeah, isn't it's it like Billy very Joel is the main dog feeling. or something like that? I don't know. Nah, who knows? It doesn't who matter. Knows. We'll do. We'll never have to find out. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. So uh, he's murdered on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Target Podcast on Twitter. Targetpodcast.com. All that stuff. Whatever. You know. Uh, I guess there's TTFN, which is yeah, cut no, off that's... for now. Yeah. Which... 
I didn't know was a thing until somebody, I, a friend of mine would say it to me, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And they're like, it's Tata for now, from Winnie the Pooh. And I was like, oh, okay, that must be from the later ones. But I guess they included it in this one. I just didn't yeah. know, because I didn't know any of the... I was about to say, unless you just grew up on, like, the first two featurettes and never saw this collected movie, but this was 1977, mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I always... It's weird, because in my mind, I always think of uh, Tigger being a more recent character. Because, yeah. like, there's something about the energy to that character and stuff. He seems like such a 90s product of the 90s. Because mm -hmm. he's so, like, poochified a little bit compared to all the other characters. But, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's Winnie the Pooh. It's yeah. very gentle, yeah. very cool. Very yeah, nice. we're going to go do our stoutness exercises. Zach, we're going to twist my head around until my butt splits apart. Mm-hmm. All right. So long, everybody. Adios. Mm -hmm.